you're listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 90. Under Skyclave in Zalmar's hidden hideout. His hidey hole. His hidey hole. In Zolmar's hidey hole, our heroes, Baron, Mock, Bearjaw, Drewston, Oilvane, Scrimcorn, Aurora, and their temporary companions, Mina and Rose, are rifling through Zolmar's <laughs> shit. Uh, shit. <laughs> Which. Is the security of uh, shit. It's so funny. <laughs> Usually, we're like, a dragon's horde. This is okay to take. That's just a guy's This is a dead man's stuff. This is an evil man's ill gotten goods. It's yeah, still like yeah. we murdered a guy and we're taking this stuff. There's going to be some sentimental value stuff. So, there was uh, lots of gold, a, a lot ton of, of platinum. gold collection. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he was basically. <laughs> Platinum pieces. In charge, or at least the bought off, uh, or at least the bought off uh, city official, allowing a massive smuggling operation to operate. So, makes sense, right? In addition to everything found in this place, Drewston finds a cool staff all as well, right? right? Yeah. We have all the magic. Drewston finds yeah. a compendium, oh. illuminated script upon parchment, bound in leather, trimmed with lynx fur. Is what must be Zolmar's spellbook. Holy, Holy shit! Holy shit! You found the spellbook. You uh, mean sketchbook? Sketchbook. Oh, sketchbook. Tastes all nudes, nudes <laughs> of himself and blueprints for his summer home. He just takes. I am just going to. Nudes of him it was throughout time. All throughout time. It was in the upper treasure area, uh, but it was. It had some like. Furs and uh, basically clothing, like strewn on top of it. Uh, yeah. Not seeing. Bear job picked up the furs, thinking these are useful. Bear job picked up the furs, the and there was a the book, mm-hmm. pointless book that Drewston immediately sees as. Can you describe the book? You got it. Sounded cool. Uh, it is written in illuminated script. The words, that? if you could even call them words, for remember, every wizard writes their spell book in their own. Uh, in their own script and style and cipher for what works for uh, for explaining that magic for their own use and reading someone else's spellbook because it's no simple task. It takes uh, a mechanic in order to copy on into your own. Would so as like a reminder, just up front, is, uh, you can add it to your spellbook uh, if it's a level for which you have spell slots, and if you can spare the time and mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. to decipher and copy it. For the materials to copy it are also expensive. The various things that Kevin will be better at describing than I am, so I'm not even going to well, say I what know, they Is are. it the same rules for copying a spell scroll? Into your for spell each button? level of the spell, the process takes two hours and, and 50, 50 gold. Level. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Is it like finding a comedian's joke book where you kind of get the gist, but you don't have the timing, so it's really worth it? You really gotta like study it, and <laughs> figure it out. I'm Ron Burgundy. No. God, so close. But if he was there to just yeah, deliver like, it for you, you'd oh, be like, easy. This is amazing. That makes a lot more sense. So it is uh, bound in leather, trimmed with lynx fur. That's pretty badass. That's. Clip count. 
Uh, is there like a list of the spells in it? There is. A table of contents, so, perhaps? I'll just have low contents. Each spell title is written in a common script <laughs> for uh, Zolmar was a practical man. Yeah. And it saves us time. He didn't have yeah. time. That spell book just screams practical. Are you ready to write down the spells uh, that Drustin finds? Spotter ready. Absorb elements. So these are all level one. Alarm. Mage armor. Protection from evil and good. Snare. Tasha's hideous laughter. <laughs> level two. Arcane lock. Ooh. Locate object. Ooh. Mirror image. Ooh. Level three. Ooh. Counter spell. Oh. Dispel magic. <laughs> non detection. Yeah. Protection from energy. Yeah. Level four. <gasps> Banishment. Mordenkainen's private sanctum. <gasps> Mordenkainen's faithful what, John? Level five. Hold monster. Planar binding. <laughs> What? Level six. What? Contingency. Globe of invulnerability. We saw that last week. Yes, uh, I should think so. Guards and wards. Otherwise, we're treating. Guards and wards. Scatter. Just a book. You don't remember what? I don't know about many of these upper levels. The higher level ones, you haven't spent Neither time looking at them. Contingency. Uh, it really doesn't. You got all those written down? Yep. Okay. And then there's also um, uh, Simulacrum. What is that? A Le- oh, sorry, level seven. Simulacrum. Sorry, simulacrum. Simulacrum. Level eight. Mind Sh- blank. Julian Gemini, I think, is how it's pronounced. Julian Gemini. Okay. Uh, that's level eight. He said that's mind blank. Level eight is mind blank. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had a mind blank there. <laughs> and level nine is prismatic wall. Gonna keep me going for a while. Yeah, you What is a prismatic? Also, when you read these words, and then you're taking the yeah, and then you're you're those, because I no longer have the thing I was reading from. Man, it's gone. Simulacrum. Simulacrum. So, oh. Simulacrum. Simulacrum. Oh, we were all off. Like simulation. Like simulation. Sim. Interesting. You like crumb. Um, that's a good way to remember. That's so great. We got staff, bunch of money. Any other magic items? We got. Don't need your staff. Magic item catalog. Blackwood skull staff is staff power, and the times quiver. When losing an arrow, time shifts, and an arrow remains in the quiver. Shit, I forgot to put, type up the exact mechanics for that. That's cool. But is there anything other than that? The general, no, that's but, it. But if you put a magic arrow in it, it will not magic the arrow into more magic. You want to send that to Mog? He's literally the only one of us who's ever yep. fired a bow. Yeah. Well, I mean, right now, let's. we ended the session with Mog just like pressing his face. Into like the platinum. The gold. He was eating the gold. That's I think exactly he ate right. some Just gold. Like the first breath of fresh air. And that is years. That is significant to Mock's story. So Drusen's like his spellbook so. and just being like, Mock, you okay there, Clusen? Mock is ensorcelled by all that glitters. And he says, Drusen, you realize with all of this. Skullduggery and facts of fate and all that. This is what I really came here for. Oh, oh, of course I, I know that, cousin. But uh, I, I mean, wasn't there more important things now? The the, the gems. He's not, he's not paying attention. He says like, well, it really stands to reason how much we're gonna give Aurora. But uh, <laughs> uh, I should clear a good 30,000 30, at least. Not accounting for any of the, the head shear 
He says, Anna, sure, Bernard, loan me whatever I asked for. He knows I'm good for it and more. He says, I, 50,000, unquestionably. Had happened on the other side of the world, and to get it back, cut into some of it, but. Ah, uh, clearly. Life is long, cousin. You have time. Clearly distracted, but then as Baron chimes in, he says, Huh? What was that? Life is long, cousin. You have plenty of time. He says, uh, Ah, time. Yeah. Time mage. Very good. The, uh, right. Very good. You are the elder cousin here, Baron. I suppose that's a fair point to be made. He says, But. Now that they. Now that I have it in my hands, it raises questions, it raises desires. He says, all of this, all of this killing, all this, this murdering, as you said, Drustin, I have no, I have no taste for it myself. And I, it's hard to know it, given how much, how, how bloody our trail has been. He says, but this is a way out. Well, for me, how could I not be tempted by that swift exit? It's not that swift of an exit, cousin. We're quite a ways away from home. He says, uh, he, he smirks at that. He says, I, I, I'd, I'd agreed with you a month or two ago. But there's, there's just, the world is simply a much larger place than I thought it once was. He says, uh, you, you and I both know that there are resources to uh, to solve problems that, at a short time ago, seemed unsolvable. He says, "If the um, if the path forward is back to Waterdeep, I know I'd find my I'll find my way there sooner sooner than later." Well, cousin, Baron's vision, the vision Waterdeep gave him. There's a shadow over Citadel Adbar as well. Can you live with that? If you are to leave now, Adric's corruption. Oh, we never know what it'll do to those we love. He strokes his beard and he says, That's a very good question, young Drusen. And one that I've thought much about. It seems that there are perhaps more reasons to fight than there were a short time ago. And what I'm fighting for, perhaps, is more than a few pieces of gold. But it also seems important to me not to lose ourselves in this business. The world is a very large place, and I'm not here to solve the world's problems. So, I agree. One must ask themselves, what's in it for them? Well, I'd like to uh, have the holds be out from under Adric's influence, for one. Yeah. Uh, so, figuring out this business with the gems and our mothers and the whatever, I don't know what's with all the holds, might be related to all the gems. One was missing, so it seems likely in the, whatever the, the, the pool of souls, I think. There's many mysteries and, and foul plagues afoot in our homeland, and uh... So you're saying your wife shows up today, give her a kiss on the cheek and say, ah! See you back in Mithril Hall. Off we go. Ah, uh, 
I mean, mithril holes. I under- hope you'll do more than kiss around the cheek, huh? Ah, yes, quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> I am talking about things. I mean, animals. Oh, oh. My home's in, in danger. World. That makes sense. He points at Scrim. What about you, Scrim? The witches say, hey, go. To- you got a baby to steal outside of the gates. Ditch these people and be off. What? You're gone to. You're gone tomorrow. Is that how it is? Yes. I'm glad you bring that up, as I feel like you are a bunch been, of babies. Yeah, that I'm <laughs> I've been questioned more than once about my loyalty to this, to this ragtag crew, and now suddenly you find a mountain of gold, and you're questioning whether or not the facets of fate are worth your time. That's right. What about you, Orton Bane? Everyone looks at them. Some better friends show up and you're off to the tavern with them? I don't know. No more time for us? You look at Oilvane's face and uh, he's uh, he's got a deep frown on his eyes and he's uh, Does that friendship mean nothing? I mean, if you just kind of run off just because you've accomplished what you wanted to accomplish, what about what your friends are trying to accomplish? Isn't that what friends are for? To help them. Scrim nods. Mark says. I agree. I would think so. I would think so. But my point is, if other friends arrive, and don't lie to me and say that there are no friends below Waterdeep in the in uh, in Skullport, if but, they were to show up asking you for a favor, but, but, would you be off there? Would you leave this behind? He says it's very well convenient if we're the only friends you have on the planet to to come. Trolling around with us. But if another path presents itself, what will you choose? Should we bag a dag and shut us up? Battered. Clearly, like, Oil Vane is like, he kind of folds his arms. He's just thinking. Because obviously he's been asked a very deep question that he hasn't thought about before. Mugs looks to Bearjaw too, and he says, There are. Oh, it's my turn, yes. There are greater challenges on this earth than you will find. For, uh, uh, foraging and questing with the facets of fate. I thought you might make that argument. And <laughs> I assume we may one of these days eventually find Snowbane. And I, I, do, would I do kind hate... of want to fight her. <laughs> fight her? Yes. I have half a mind to think you'll leave with her. Well, maybe that too. He says, uh, I don't know. Very well. Well, then look me in the eye and tell me that you, you'll prioritize all of, the, all of what we're doing here over those things. And I'll perhaps have cause to pocket my gold and head to Deep Mascar. Well, that is True Stin stands up from the book. Book spills to the ground, <laughs> bending from beautifully illuminated pages. And he says, Monk, you can go back to Citadel Adbar, Water Deep. Baron can go back with his wife. Bearjaw can yes? go back to her village. Scrimcorn uh, can go back to his gang. No, Scrimcorn can go back to his home. <laughs> Oilbin can go back to his gang. What can I go back to? I've been exiled. My last name stripped from me. There is no back for any cousin. And if you leave, I'm going on without you. But I, I kind of think I, I can do it on my own. I thought I could for 15 years. And then I'm running into you on our way to Waterdeep. No, water deep. Some of the adults been a long day. Uh, I'm out of spill slots. We're running into here outside of, on our way to, to Oakhurst. Says, I, I can't do it on my own. 
Will you be leaving me then? Is that what you're saying? Tamak says, uh, well, <clears throat> young Drissen, as the dwarves say, want your ballpark and to eat it too. He says, we would all prefer to help all of those we loved and satisfy our own deepest desires. He says, I find myself in this quandary right now. We just look, I just want to understand the situation we're in. Out of character, I can ask something. Was he doing calculations that he has the 50,000 now, or he's just on his way? Yeah, no, Greg basically told us how much platinum they found. Yeah. And, like, if you divide it by including Aurora, it's like 23,000 per person. Um, I'm not sure I'll about that. I don't think that's no. right. That was 16,000 no. total. 16,000 total. 16,000. Do we find 16, platinum, which platinum? 100, or 160,000 gold. Yes. 16,000 platinum? 16,000 platinum. I thought it was 1,600 platinum. I wrote it down as 1,600. Well, great. Platinum. Now I'm confused. Well, I don't remember. You well, guys rolled for well, it. The key thing is, is, it, am, is it an amount that he's like am, halfway on his way to his 50,000? So I, I thought it was 16,000, so which is 160,000 gold. Yeah, that would be like, very different. Which is so, like 25,000, which is like halfway to the final total, not including anything else. Just, just so you know, if it's 16,000, that is 171,000 gold pieces for each of us. For if, each of us? For, oh, sorry, total. Yes. 28,000 for each of us. Right. If it's 1,600 that we found, it's 27, oh, sorry, 4,500 for each of us. Right, my strong understanding and the, imp- and the impetus for this entire conversation right. is the larger number. Right. My memory was the smaller number. That's totally fine, we should resolve this. That's very easy. But, even, but just to understand, if it is a larger number, even though it's not 50, it's kind of on the way enough that you're like, this like, is it's, I mean, yeah, it. logistically, like, halfway there in cash, plus all of the wealth he has, plus he's restarted yeah. his business. Yeah. Like, he wasn't working as a jeweler when he started. Big now two, he yeah. has, like, he he he, on a weekly basis, he can, right. like, make so, so not So his, his exit is not actually based on 50,000 on the dot. It's no, it, it, I'm so, yeah. 100, exactly. not 1,000. Okay. 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 So 1,600. 16. So, okay. And just if I succeeded in that, my inside check, Mock is looking yes. for. He's, he knows Drewston's in all the way, but he's looking that Baron is going to prioritize, Scrimcorn's going to prioritize, Oil Veins can prioritize, Paradise can prioritize, that Mock's not the only one being asked to push aside his dreams to go into this risky situation. Wait, so, so one more time. Is what Mock is looking for, like, is, is he waiting for everyone to be like, Screw the witches, I'm in on Deeper Mascar. I mean, screw I, this, I'm in on Deeper I'm not going to metagame the questions he asks you. Okay. you. You'll have to answer how you do. But I am wishing I could withdraw everything. There's no context for this conversation anymore based on the math error. Uh, Bach says, Bach feels. <laughs> like, Bach cries and goes, <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was. Empty uh, uh, um, yeah, so sixteen hundred platinum. I mean, if you want to fine. make it that much, we could make no, it. That not much. Yeah. Can we be yeah. fabulously wealthy now? Um, that was nice. Yeah, I, I, I love it. In, just, the, I heard in it the whole number. fifty thousand, I have five thousand dollars, guys. I'm free. Everyone's like, yeah. yeah. And he owes fifty thousand. I mean, yeah, yeah. Technically, we have with all this, we have twenty-seven thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his, yeah. He, he role-played and yeah, everything yeah, yeah. was foundational. Yeah, yeah exactly. This is, this is a conversation. That Eric, it's a, Eric, do you want how to do you want to move forward? Um. I don't want to corrupt the story. I think it's a great time to have it be 160,000 gold and to do this. And that's what. I mean, but like that. But otherwise, if it's not that, then 
I would say let's just back up. Like this is a mistake Mock wouldn't made. He's had the goal in front of him and he wouldn't cry over it. It wouldn't be that impactful. 4,000 gold is not meaningfully closer to his goal. No, 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 not at all. Sure. So uh, I, just, I say we reset, and which is not the end of the world. Like, it's a couple minutes. I love, I love the conversation. I loved it. It was so rich. I'd love to phrase it as like a we're talking about and, what would you do with we, this. We can riff it. Uh, we can riff it anyways. It can be, I can, I can portray it as a mock error in it, interesting ways too. Uh, or, or, or we just zoom out from this stream of consciousness inside totally. Mock's head as he, he saw this amount of platinum. Well, yes. An amount of platinum all in one place he's never seen before. Totally. And his eyes turned to dollar signs. Like, yes. it just immediately was like, this is an infinite amount of money. This is it. This is everything. And this whole scenario runs through his head of what would it, what does that mean? Wait, do I, would I really leave the group? What would everyone say? This was mostly Mock actually kind of aggressively asking everyone questions. Yeah. Wouldn't you leave? Would you leave if you had your thing? And like, yeah. all these questions posed to Mock as He's staring into the coins. It's a little weird, but we can go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do internal, that. Yeah. Internal dialogue. Absolutely. Love we it. all see Mako. It was a brief moment it of like... Thanks everyone for playing the vignette of Inside Mako. Yeah, exactly. What if I didn't we'll, have we'll, to split it and it was just all mine? Yeah. In which case it was... Do I dig? 25,000. But, but very very candidly, never did it cross Mako's mind to cut and run. Yeah. This right. is, that's not in his nature at all. I I, I, no. I see it as like, no. if someone all of a sudden yeah. saw like $75,000, yes. like all in one place... Your mind would race with like I could do anything, and then like a little bit later you'd be like, "Well, I could do a lot, but that's not I like I can't lot. quit my job." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can finally tell my boss. That's like a, that's like a really huge amount of money, yes. but not actually a no. life-changing amount of money. In, indeed, it is. It is. It is a significant step, but it is by no mm-hmm. means. A, yeah. It's like, like you're saying. This is like yeah. mock entertaining like, wow. some thoughts about yeah. yeah, like what could happen. Oh my gosh, like. What can I do with this? Answer is not much different. Yeah, Eric, your conviction was so great though yes. that I've been sitting oh, here nice. checking my graph and my <laughs> functions on the graph to be like, <laughs> where did I make my mistake? That's <laughs> the that. Where did I make this? Mistake? I was sitting here going once again. I was a detriment of not doing the howdy. I was sitting here going, has he been holding out on us? And he's been stockpiling a lot more money than I realized. Oh my god! Like every time he splits the money, he's like just. For me, and then a little. Bit. Starting now, <laughs> in two two years two years from now, I'll I'll pull some move like that. I'll be like, remember when Dan said? <laughs> no. I just looked at the treasure hoard yeah, table yeah, totally. and we rolled it from originally. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. it doesn't go that high. Absolutely, six times. 100. If there were nine other adventuring parties with us, we might get that out. Yes. Yeah. Would you okay. like nine more Zolmars to show up? Nine more. Uh, nine more. Nine more. Are you asking me or no, no longer? Mock wants to be done right now. I mean, if yeah. we just manacle my first try. Yeah. Jason says, "Uh, undid it. Help me bring this treasure back down to the table, and we'll we'll light our pipes together." Mock As you're gathering that, sighs deeply. Uh, you lift hear the treasure chest shouting. Everyone, all of you have gone upstairs because mm. it's treasure. Yeah. You hear shouting treasure. coming from downstairs between Mina. That's right. Oh, that's right. They were having another's quarrel. Kalen will play Rose okay. for this. No longer the one man. Forthcoming. I just might have to wait, Green. Um, okay. I mean, you guys are here too. But wow. you're, you're you're heading downstairs. Let me get. It's um, not that difficult. None. We have lots of really great material yeah. to draw the, from. The the bit in the uh, with the airship right. lady and the inspector was let great me, too. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> you hear? Sh- you got soused. 
You hear, uh, you hear shouting coming downstairs. Oh. Mina, I'm trying to put my head... I don't like that, especially for the female characters, for whatever reason, I haven't been doing voices. Not strong voices it's at hard. all. It's always uh, like this. It's, it's like that. <laughs> but even that would be better. With Most of the time with Mina, That's I've okay. been doing I don't no know voice. what to do for the so, female voices either. <laughs> Alright, so I'm gonna... I'm Benjo. Benjo. I'm Mina. Okay, this, no, this please, don't. Right, please don't give her a 50s radio. Yeah. No, I'm trying to do one voice and you're rejecting it immediately. I just would never have fallen in love with that. The session's off the Rocky Star voice. This is the yelling that you hear. Let's get. Can I get anyone else a beer? Use your real voice when we argue. I hate it when you do more. I love that you're so that's not what I sound like. Listen, did you get a cupcake All right, since my only voice option has been vetoed, I'm just gonna do it. Regular. You usually do an accent. You do an accent. Jolly lady. There's no way that they would get get three feet into deep mascar if I don't take them there myself. Well, what do I care? Says, what do you care? We're already all done with this. Look at what they did for us here. And she points yes, around and, at the And uh, they've got a lot of gold for it. And all you have to do is point out the way to go and then we're done. It's a death sentence. Who cares? I care. What they did here for us. Yes, it was very nice, but it was for their own means, which again, we don't know. They seek to go to Deepa Mascar. They oh, asked for, for a them. deal. Switch I told them to kill it here and I would get them there. Take a look at Deepa Mascar and risk your neck. Mox says, My <clears> neck. <throat> ladies. It says, Excuse me. Uh, Excuse Mox you. Mox says, uh, <clears throat> Sorry to interrupt, but I believe uh, sorry. Im- imminent death was mentioned. We'd like to participate in the conversation. Okay, now look what you've done. I now they're getting to participate. We don't murder your father? I think we have a right to be a part of this talk. We're practically you family the guy. now. Because you murdered a man, that gives you the right. How did it feel when he died? Well, she says, I promised I would get I promised I would get you to Deepa Mascar, and that is what I seek to do. There is no way you're getting into Deepa Mascar without me taking you there myself. Yeah, you can just point them the way and they can go through on their own and then let them deal with it. They're perfectly capable people. They just murdered your father who we we both know we could never. What wouldn't you be slaughtered by? That's a better question. Mock looks to Rosie and says, Oi, you're against this, but does Mina tell the truth? About what? Would we die if we went alone? Probably. Maybe. Looks, I don't know. I don't really care. He looks to Mina and he says... She's never been to Deep Mascar. I know enough. You've talked about it. She says, plenty I told you times. about it. There's plenty I don't talk about. Oh, like what? Like who? She says, you don't know how bad it can be down there. How bad can it be down there? She says, what you all don't know about what you're jumping into is going to get yourselves killed. She well, says, again. I seek to pay you back for this by simply taking you and put, giving you some simulacrum of <laughs> safety. There's no so simplicity says, to it. I do thank you, but as you said, we did earn it. Fair pay. I are half the deal. We murdered your father. Do you know how much some of us would pay for that? Mark holds up and he uh, says, Are you. Mina's arguing for on your side. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, and to he... el- belay any confusion, they really don't like their fathers and oh. consider it a fine <laughs> honor to kill someone's father on their behalf. Well, I happen to love my father and I'm leaving him behind for you. And the last thing we need to do is put you in a situation where you're going to be put through some kind of meat grinder for these people. Is your concern the time lost of her taking us down there or her safety? Not coming back! You rube. It will be fine. It happened today. There's no way that they know what went down here yet. We have time if we do it now. No, there's no way. Just like there's no way the plan could fail. The plan that really seriously failed. Because of these. But you're better off now. Fucks. She does Whoa. look a bit sour at that Chuckle. reminder. <laughs> what was your plan exactly? <clears throat> she told you that before. Yeah. Oh. They're just going to disappear. From the prison. Yeah, it would be assumed they that were they gonna, were gonna They would have covered it up. Oh, right. There's no way they would have let that gotten out. I so remember that. Weird. Guy saying that us breaking them out was all part of the plan. and I do recall that. That oh. was strange. I'm saying <clears throat> Rose. <clears throat> Rose, right? It's Rose. Okay. Um, Rose. If what she says is right and without us we'll die down there. Maintaining her safety as our top priority is a requirement for us to not be killed down there. I don't think any one of us I'd would. I'd say it'd be the possibility, but you guys seem capable. Maybe they'd be fine. You don't know that. They could be totally fine. Look at them. Says Look they. at them all. They're totally fine. If we'd be Might fine. Might be you've proven so yourself well. competent fighters, but... She says, you've demonstrated that you uh, that you don't know anything about this place that you're going. Mark says, why don't you come with us, Rose? <clears throat> Not in on stupid. your life. She shouldn't come along. But you don't know anything about it. And you won't come with us. But the decision rests with you then, Rose? Well, you need to be a little bit more explanatory here. Like, what are you even going to go do out there? Are you going to go in there and just be like... Looking at things and taking pictures because you could have just taken the other deal if that was the case. So we tell you our plans and you'll agree to let her go. I didn't say that. It has to be a good plan. So why are we telling you our plans then if you're not going to agree to let her go? It would be helpful for all of our confidence here to understand what it is that you seek to do, or at least why you seek to go to such a dangerous place for you. Tristan stands up on the table and slams down a book. Scrim looks around at the rest of the party like, guys, he's about to do it. There are eyes on Dristan now. He uses the cantrip control flames to turn those blue flames <laughs> green. <laughs> Good lord, it's bad. Mina says, whoa, I've never seen that before. <laughs> They're always just blue. <laughs> it says, you're not the only one with poison in your bloodstream from corrupt ancestors, Mina. Rose, you should understand this more than anyone else. The people we love are in danger. They're... Gra- our grandpappy Andrew Amberhelm made a deal with something evil. And the only way we can find out what it was and save our families from whatever curse he has brought on our bloodline is to get down there to Deepa Mascar and find someone. Someone named Taitakasikwa. That's a ghost. He told us about that. But anyways, <laughs> Mina gives a quick, sharp look to Rose when you say this. Uh, he says, uh, we're going down to Deepa Mascara, whether you, whether you come with us or not. Rose, 
Oh, understand how you feel for me now. You have to know that we'll do our best to keep her safe too. When she comes with us, she's one of us. We will not leave her behind. Mock is rolling his eyes. An inside check would show that he does not feel the same with me. <laughs> but I do not compromise his amazing performance here, verbally. Beyond Mina, Mina sees this. Yes. She and does. she. <laughs> She sort of, she rolls her eyes in response and says, he says, you'll be in no position to help me out if anything goes wrong down there. Let's be real about this. And she says, but listen, they're on a right proper quest. Do you hear that? It's about family. It's about love. Is that good enough for you? She says, all we have to do is this. This is the last thing. We do this and we're free. It feels like every next thing is going to be the last thing, but... This is You're, it. You insist. This is a, you insist. What's she your points plan? at the road. Any way we can aid you? Hmm? By fucking what? off, probably you, that'd be a good start. I mean, afterwards, if you help us or something, I don't know. Marcus puts his hand on the bed and says, <clears throat> "Business is done here, Baron. Father's <laughs> dead." So this is non non negotiable. You're going to do this. She says, "You heard that story. It's important. They're not just going there to loot the coffers." Better be important then. There's coffers? <laughs> it's a city. Oh, right. I thought there were specific oh, coffers. Yeah. It's Are an there empire. Diamonds? <laughs> it's coffers. Alright. Alright, fine. Then I'm going with you though. No, no, you are not. Yes, you are I staying am. here. Yes, You're I going am. to the hideout if that it's we arranged. So important, I'm coming with you. Fine. It says, but you all need to know what it is that you're getting into here. I would appreciate it. Thank you! That's all I want! <laughs> oh, he just sits on the edge of the chair. <laughs> just in the She says, what do you know about Deepa Mascar? Uh, it was once a part of the Great Amascar. I'm going to stop you there. Did you read it in a book? No. Did you read it? We experienced of course not. the memories. That's a book. It's just written in Deepa Mascar language. Oh, la-di-da! <laughs> Hi. Yes, books. She says, I guarantee you it was written by one of the... Oh, hang on. I need to get my right thing. Written by the... Uh, 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 Tantic. Uh, Tantic. 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 She says, I guarantee you the book was, was ghostwritten by one of the high houses. She says, anything that's in the surface world, that's anything about Deepa Mascar is, uh, is tightly controlled. Nothing you've read is going to be real. He says, every detail and everything that you've uh, read or researched or talked to someone about says, I doubt there's a shred of truth in it. All right, let's assume it is. Bring us up to speed. She says, Deepa Mascar. says, the Deep Empire, as they call it. He says, it's a sprawling, uh, uh, a sprawling empire deep in the Underdark. He says, and everything that Haya Mascar knows about it is a lie. He says, you uncovered the smuggling operation. Oh, so amazing, right? This secret trade that goes to Deepa Mascar. He says, that's just the side that Deepa Mascar wants, uh, that wants Skyclave to know about. Wait, uh, let me stop you there. We don't really care about the secrets of Deepa Mascar, and we're not impressed by uncovering the smuggling ring. We just want to get there for Taitik Wasipua. 
Oh, I see. So you don't want for me to tell you everything I know about Deep Mascar. You'd rather just ask specific questions. Well, then go ahead. He says, no. I don't want you to assume that we give a shit about anything that's relevant beyond what we need to know, which you know and we don't. Okay, tell us what's okay. relevant. Settle down so, now. And how am I to know what's relevant from this obscure quest that you have? Because okay. that's all we have. You know as much as we do. Do you know Titus Kasequa? Is that name familiar to you? She says, of course I know the Kasequa family. Huh. She says, it's one of the five high houses. She says, everybody knows Kasequa. How do we get an audience with this high house? She says, I don't know Taita. I don't know uh, necessarily many uh, individuals unless they're directly involved with the consortium and the trade in, uh, uh, in Deepa Mascar. She says, she says, but uh, House Kasequa, they do magical experimentation. The, the oh. innovative, uh, innovative uh, stuff. Well, would they be interested in our snowbane skips then? How would you recommend that we proceed and enter, make the contact we need, and leave safely? We don't intend to tarry. We don't intend to know more or do more than we have to. Our our fates do not lie in deep Amaskar. If we could do this in an afternoon, none of us would be happier. It'd be lovely if we could get information about snowbane and oilbane's predicament as well, but... Uh, I, I agree. Take the Kasequa and the information about the gems and pool of souls and all that is yes. priority. I do want to learn more about this. And he shows his shadow blood arm. And Snowman. Yes, more she of says, that too. You got a long agenda. I doubt that's going to happen in the afternoon. Says so you're going to need to keep more. your heads low there. Here's what I can do for you. I know someone. She owes me some favors. She owes me several favors, in fact. She looks around the room at the seven of you and she says, might just be able to convince her that it's seven favors. He says, I can give you identities. I can get you down there, and you can walk amongst the people. He says, what you do from there, that's going to be on you. He says, this is, uh, this is a dangerous place to be. They do not allow outsiders in there. He says, there's a tourist program, but they see a slice of the city. They see a curated experience that's, uh, uh, that's meant to show people the city of the Great Seal. We don't even call it that anymore. City of the Great Seal. The seal, because it was sealed off. Oh, that, okay. I was thinking like a big, you know, ornate thing or something. Oh, I thought you were going to say a sea animal, and then she was going to say, I don't know what that is. She lives yeah. in yeah. But she lives in Skyclave, which is right next to the sea, so she probably wouldn't know what a seal is. Anyway, okay, they're good, called Good, uh, good <laughs> seal. Figure that out. She says, uh, Jeremy Crawford, are there seals? <laughs> Only Pokemon. Dugong. <laughs> uh, Dugong. <laughs> She says, House Kasequa, that's gonna be a hard uh, that's gonna be a hard one to get into. It's the only house that's not represented in the uh, uh, that's not represented in in Fakon City. That's the that's the capital. That's where the portal heads to. How do you spell that? F-A-C-O-N-Z-E. How if we're using these identities you grant us, how would we most likely be discovered? What is our greatest weakness? as we try to walk amongst the deep Asgari. Sticking your nose where it doesn't belong. What about Walking language? like you don't belong. Acting like you don't belong. How do we, how do we best address this? Well, what can you tell us about people where to go and where to walk? <laughs> she says, I'm going to get you there safely, and I'm going to tell you what I know, but I can't tell you how to survive once you're there. She says, I'm going to give you the best shot that I can. She says, this thing you've done for me today, it's a big thing. You did put me in the situation where I needed you to do the thing, which, as Rose pointed out, I won't forget, but you did right by me. You made it right. Sometimes you create the demand and then 
produce the supply. <laughs> and how will you get us there? He says, we're going to use the other portal. The Ooh. other portal. How big is this <laughs> portal? Maybe carriage size? She says, you have uh, she says, you have to understand. The portal in Skyclave, that's the one for show. It's the one where they they uh, they trade with High Amaskar per the uh, the trade alliance made so many thousands of years ago. It's what gives Deep Amaskar the appearance of uh, uh, of operating under a strict controls and keeps High Amaskar happy. It says, but the consortium has run their own portal for as long as the uh, for as long as Skyclave's portal has existed. She says, you think you think Valon, my father, had any clue about the real trade, the the uh, the real goods that move out of Deep Amaskar? They only saw the uh, they only saw the baby stuff. She says the real uh, the real power the 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 items or, or the the, the goods and the artifacts that flow through this entire world. So much of it comes from Deep Amaskar through the consortium through our portal through their portal. She corrects herself. And we'd be able to conceivably use this portal, all of us and yourself as well, to get out. Uh, she shakes her head and she says, "You're gonna have to figure that one out on your own." Are I you wish much I... of an expert on Deep Amaskari technology, magic, whatnot. Says, uh, "So I know quite a bit. Worked with the consortium for years now." Just wait, wait. Do you have that gem? The 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 one from my mother. Looks like I have it. Be curious if it was Deep Amaskari make. Uh, says, uh, he reaches in his armor. Hands it to uh, hands it to Mina and says, "What do you make of this?" She grabs it and she looks at it and she says, "Interesting." And uh, she starts looking around the room and says, "Do you see his supplies?" And she starts like going upstairs uh, up to like where the, like the workbenches and stuff are. And she keeps it. speaking. Uh, she keeps speaking loudly like from I... upstairs and says, "So," she says, "I wish I could give you an escape plan." She says. Just not part of the deal. If I were you, I'd leave through the Underdark. Make your way that way. Wait, so we won't. <clears throat> he, call, he calls to her where she's doing her work. To, All this about us not surviving with you down there. You're not coming back with us. She says, or we're not ah. coming back with you. She says, I'm going to head in there and I'm going to help you put your faces on. She says, but that's all I can do. From the sounds of it, you're all going to be there for a while. How long is it? I'd say while? nine, ten episodes at least. <laughs> <laughs> Bring a snack. Uh, That's how time is measured. Well, what I'm not going to go through this whole process and get she there says, Look, without staying until the job's done. You have no idea who this person is you're looking for or where they are, if they're even still alive from the sounds of it. Snowbane sounds like That's not a job for an afternoon. It's true. She says, plus it sounded like you have a whole laundry list of uh, other agenda items to check out. True as well. I don't think she so. She says, I'm going there, I'm dropping you off, I'm getting you your faces, and I'm leaving. And Rose and I are out of here, and you'll never see us again. I mean, that was the bargain, so fair is fair. Through the underdark. She says, It's the best I can do for you. How long a travel from the underdark back to the surface? Uh, I mean, that was uh, one of the original ways we were considering getting there, so. Be doing it one way, perhaps. Mark says, uh, she says, do you have a map? I uh, definitely don't have one of those in this area. No, it will probably take you a while. Mark says, an- another, another request. What uh, contacts would you recommend once we're there? 
the person who gives us our identities, would she provide us shelter or places to hunker down? He says, we'll have, uh, she says, I'll have shelter for you. All right. You'll have a place to stay. That's something, at least. That comes with the faces. Sorry, I for, sometimes forget. You've never been there. Definitely haven't. <clears throat> I've been there once, but... She says, I'll get you a place to stay, and I'll get you some faces to wear. He says, from that, after that, he says, best of luck. Uh, so how soon will we be leaving, then? He says, uh, he says, how soon can you be ready? I am always ready. And... The next thing you know, you have a short rest. Don't can someone uh, let Sadie upstairs? Are you okay on temperature, Greg? I am okay on temperature. My pockets are yes. getting cold. Yeah, yeah, you can close the door. Um, chilling your bits. Chilling the bits? Not the bits! Short rest! A, oh, yeah, where is it? Great short rest. Same. Yes, you got your short rest. Uh, here it is. Short rest don't do me much. Short rest? Short rest. Blowing all them hit die. Meaning it's been an hour, basically. Yeah, hit die. Interesting discussion. Can you short rest in the middle of a long rest? Here you go. Uh, this lantern. This way you go? I, I will, but I'm waiting for Eric to look. Yeah. I'm not looking up. This lantern. Sits before you, although it doesn't look like it can sit based on this. So therefore, it hangs before you on a little hook. And someone said, "Oh no, wait." I bet the bottom could collapse. Well, we ended the scene, but I forgot to say she grabbed uh, Zolmar's uh, sort of like a old jeweler's lens and some other tools. She looks at it and she says, "This thing is fascinating, but it ain't deep in Mascar." And she hands the gem back to Mom. Yeah, the lantern is. Uh, the lantern is sitting before you, and she says, I have to warn you. He says, being inside of this thing, sometimes it does things to people's heads. He says, just prepare yourself. Chill That's out. all I'm saying. Is, wait, is this her taking us to deeper mascara, or is this her changing our faces? Uh, taking me to deeper mascara. Oh. Oh, oi! She said, how soon can we be ready? I don't. We said, are we not taking the, the snow beans here with us? That had been discussed out of game before. Uh, that had not been discussed in game. Uh, no, you'd have to discuss it in game. Perfect time to bring it up. to bring it up right now. Yeah. So she's she's saying she's saying once I activate this, you'll all be pulled inside. Yeah. You can't come out until I push the button. Tristan said, "Not oh, push wait. the button." That's a lame thing to say. You can't come out until I uh, turn the key until I deactivate the spell. Says we're we're moving quite fast here. here. Calibrate the flame. We have. We have others who may want to come with us. Oh, listen, Grumbar. Doc says, well, we're not going to bring the entire gift with us. Well, why not? And who be- says, what's the gift? Oh, we have flying a ship. large ship. flying ship. With- says, no way. Well, says, why not? you got to be in here. She's pointing at the lantern. And she says, inside the lantern? And I, says, I, and I said I can convince him for seven favors. Says, how many more of these people are you saying you want to bring? Somebody's got to stay with the gift. Well, Grumbar and what do you need? We'll be nearly just what we need on the ship. It's the ship itself. That ship is our advertisement to Snowbane. 
that we've got something for her. Well, the hammer is that pretty well too. That ship is your... Are you not hearing her? We need to keep a low profile, Drusen. If you go on grandstanding at this place, I'll smack you in the mouth. (laughs) Can we not change the ship? Can we not throw some wheels on her? And take her around as a carriage? Mox says, I don't know. That she does. Doesn't she says, low unless it's a Deepa Mascar vehicle made in Deepa Mascar and registered in Deepa Mascar, and he says, it's going to stand out like a sore thumb. You got some dwarven airship that you want to put some wheels on? You think you can cart it through a city that never allows outsiders? When we get to Deepa Mascar, we'll have to find a new vehicle. <laughs> Master Green. I'll make it my business to find Snowbane, even though I have to pound on every door in Deep Mascar. With or without the gift. Possibly we'll underground, an airship isn't especially useful. Oh, come on, Miss Grumbar. Send him a message. Let them know. We can, can still we do sending from here. Well, I can. Can we still contact him? You from... can't do sending from exactly. here. Good point. We can't. We kind of descended from That was from the whole here. point of this place. Uh, is we that it's told Grandpappy... So we couldn't even we have wanted Pappy, to uh, till tomorrow. We told Pappy <laughs> to go fishing. Someone's got to let him know that everything's fine. <laughs> For <laughs> years. Says, she fishing. says, we'll be passing by him on our way out. Of course. Have him send a message then to Snowbeam's gift. Wait. I just logistically... I thought this lantern thing was talking about getting us there. Yeah. Too deep a mascar. I think so we'll be we're going to go inside her briefcase. Wait, the lantern is not the portal. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to carry you. And I literally did not know that. When she says you can fit yeah. in here, I'm thinking train stations. So yeah. I did need to know. Yeah. So, she says, well, you might see a train station okay, in there. That's what I, okay. People so see weird about, things. <laughs> I don't know what a train is, but people have come out of here and told me they saw trains. If we want to wait a moment, if we want to wait a moment, I can send a one-way message to Essen on a critter. Sure. I... Go your way. Um, let them know we're going underground. <laughs> can you even cast a magical spell on a critter? Is the point. I think you can cast a magical spell on yes, a critter. You can send a message. Like okay. you'll be able to. You got various okay. ways. Like oh, no, 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 it's just because we can't send a message. Send we sending you from. Send to ask her to to put you in the lantern once you're outside of this place. Okay, like that's okay. No problem. Okay, then I'll, I'll, then I'll, I'll so say, say that to her. Yeah. Say, yeah. Says, says, afterwards. says, we can go in here whenever you want. Says, it'll just be a lower profile once you're in here, a little easier to get away from the base of the tower. Can't say I'm not a little bit anxious. Right. So, Scrim says, I'll send it now so we, yeah. so we can move on. Um, and he, uh, he drops a, a, a little lump of, uh, uh, actually, he just snatches up a rat that's swirling by and grabs it, and you see him whisper into its ear close enough his lips are touching the rat's ear um, <laughs> it's really getting all he doesn't need to do that he just <laughs> likes it and, uh, and sends a message to uh, to Essen that is um, saying <clears throat> we've secured passage in Deepa Mascar not sure when we'll return but we will try to make contact through sending once we arrive that's a one-way message, right? One-way message. The rat scurries off. Rat scurry off. Find you can keep talking to the rat, but it's just a rat. <laughs> now? She says, I'm ready when you are. Oh, yeah. Um, and Scrim, before she says, the last time we went on a unknown magical journey without having our full abilities at our disposal, we were 
ambushed by centaurs. Uh, that's a good point. We're pretty exhausted from the day's events. Uh, what have we hunkered down here in this very hidden, impregnable fortress and made do of this tomorrow? Not an option, says Rose. Not an Rose. option, says Rose. Why not? I mean, it says, I agree. Look, the whole point here is as soon as this word gets out, as soon as the consortium finds out what's happened, my uh, my free ticket in and out of that place dries up. Gotcha. This has got to so, be now. Must right. go now. Fine. All right. Fine. Just know we're not much good in a fight after... Well, we're pretty well spent for the day, is what I'm saying. She points at the lantern and she says, Once you're in here, you're not going to be of any help anyway. You just have to fight the elder fire elemental that's inside there. Cool. She says, this is a Deepa Mascari make, a way that we uh, that we bring... This is the way we smuggle people. <laughs> Fine. Won't you stand out as someone smuggling people, then? It's my job. <laughs> Are you good at it? And before you know it, <laughs> the growing... Let me get to a good... Uh, Not, not a good one, hang on. Oh, I didn't get that one. one. <laughs> you like that one? Yeah, I like it a lot. This is a journey. This is better. This, this is, is inside the lantern. This is us stuck in a lantern. Yeah. Suppressed wall I think wall. this changes dramatically in a moment. Not perfect. As your souls, bodies, clothing, armor, hair, but not teeth for some reason, uh, enter the lantern. <laughs> a rain of teeth falling. You'll need these. And she goes, oh, yeah. I'll sort them out later. Forget we wind up with a random array of them. You chose to. Turns out. Oh, I think I got one of the stream cores. That's a worm in it. I got all molars. I'm good. Uh. As you find the world around you shrink into nothingness as uh, suddenly light blasts into your eyes. You see swirling fire, dancing lights, a stream of ice moving along the ground in front of you. Cold winds and then the heat of a desert all moving at the same time as, uh, uh, as your mind struggles to interpret what strange sensations you feel as you are pulled inside this lantern. Slowly, as some of this solidifies, you can see the sort of hexagonal uh, uh, facets of the uh, outer glass of the lantern, larger than life, spreading hundreds of feet into the air, coming to a point as high as the sun would be above you as uh, you realize that you are standing inside this chamber looking out. You can't see what is out there, just bits of color. You can see the green flickering lights of Drustin's, uh, uh, of Drustin's enchanted torches in Zolmar's chamber. But if you hadn't just come from that place, you wouldn't have even been sure what it, it is that you're like looking at there. Snow globe. It is a lot like being Sounds a snow globe. Like we're on a mountain, and there's like a distorted lens of reality around this. Uh, yep, yeah, yeah, it's exactly like that, in fact. Um, cool. I've always wanted to be in one. Uh, Thanks, Bob. So, 
Snuggles are a dwarf thing. You see the fuzzy outside, uh, uh, you see the fuzzy outside, you know, lights and views shift and change as uh, uh, it sort of lurches side to side and you feel what feels like an earthquake or perhaps a distant cave-in or an avalanche miles away or... I don't know, a bunch of people stabbing each other in school board. A bag of daggers. Swamp gas bubbling up and exploding. Oh, that's topical. Uh, man, I had a better one for everyone but oil vein. Uh, what's it? Corruption everywhere. Corruption everywhere! Shaking the very foundation of the city. Good morning to you. Good morning to you! As you are moving around. Minutes, hours, days, months pass inside Whoa, this place as you uh, do, do not get a long rest. Oh. As, uh, as time shifts around and becomes strange and uh, moves backwards and forwards, and then you find that you are looking at your companions here who were standing there a moment ago and are now standing over there. And you think a thought, and then you realize that was Baron's thought. No, I I think I just thought Scrimcorn's thought as your experiences begin to blend together. Now I would like to go around the table as this... There's a lot of psychic energy inside this lantern. It's part of how it works. It's part of how it keeps prisoners incapacitated Uh, in this place. Mm. smuggling people, of course, yeah. would be oftentimes not willing participants of I mean, it such throws it down a well and simply goes on about their life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as your companions begin oh, to experience roots. your own psychic energy, yeah. your thoughts, your memories, your experiences, this is an open season on what this is. It could be a feeling, it could be a series of thoughts, it could be a whole scene that they see, that they experience, uh, and making it very open-ended, making it even harder for you to come up with something immediately, but I didn't give you a warning about this, so. I can do one. Kaylin's ready first. Um. Bear Joe, what do your companions experience? Um, and is this music okay for this part? Yeah, sure, let's keep going. No, it's darkness all around, like the dead of night, but there's a very light snow falling, it's, it's that powder snow and because it's so light there's a there's a um, huge bonfire huge bonfire just glowing in the middle and there's a sense of warmth there's a sense of camaraderie you hear voices but you can't really see anyone beyond the halo of the you know warm fire uh, but you hear voices you hear people kind of carousing and laughing but it's, you know it's soft it's, it's late in the evening and there's just that sense of there's a bond here, there's a family here, and they're all together. Even though the snow is falling, even though it's cold and dark outside, there's this center place. And there is where everyone feels safe. That's it. Who's ready next? Mock. You see, floating, kind of sitting in its usual place on Snowbane's gift mocks anvil but kind of reality begins to kind of blur and fade and it kind of pans out you see that's not just mocks anvil it looks just like it but it's actually a chest 
in the shape of Mox Anvil, <laughs> distinctly, but covered in locks, like hundreds of locks. <clears throat> like it, it, it just like it, it, it warps the mind, kind of the the, the kind of the, the 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 depth of security that exists around this form. And as it begins to kind of like test your your ability to kind of like per- perceive what could be inside, the hammer of all souls descends, brightly shining, and crushes the anvil. Yes. And it ex- like the locks themselves shatter, and there is nothing left. And the an- and the hammer begins to radiate brighter and brighter and brighter until you're all blinded and feel By kind of. Light? Separate from your bodies, just your essential natures laid bare. Uh, you see a map of the realm uh, as we saw basically flying over it, kind of a view as if from Snowbeam's gift, mountains, lakes, and such. Focus mostly on the seven holds of the Amberhelm clan. However, rising. Bigger than anything you can imagine is a monstrous form of Adric Amberhelm rising over the horizon so big he eclipses the sun and his his shadow extends beyond the lands and he's just kind of this twisted form of Adric Amberhelm brows just shadowing his eyes his big flame red beard with its streaks of gray, reaching out almost like tendrils. Uh, his big pudgy fingers, like big sausages held by rings, reach down towards those seven dwarven holes, just ready to crush them beneath his hands. See a uh, a murky swamp the low-hanging, just very pungent-looking fog um, <clears throat> and with a, uh, a lean-to, a little, uh, a little a little hut kind of thing. If you guys have not seen the home Scrim lived in, but, he, but this looks like maybe some kind of squalid little uh, place that he could possibly live. And uh, there's a, a with a, a small, kind of smoldering campfire, and uh, what looks to be New, uh, there's logs, like uh, uh, chairs, like cut cut wood, um, just stumps to sit on, um, and they're they look new, and there are six of them uh, around the fire. Uh, there's no people there, but just empty seats. Hmm. Interesting. Baron. Uh. A vast hewn stone and a vast hall hewn of stone and soaring ceilings. Pillars of carved stone wreath the edges depicting dwarves of ancient past. It is the vision that Baron saw when he died. Uh, all sort of blended together, played all at once. Parts playing over themselves and backwards and forwards, kind of like in a dream, like someone mulling something over again. And. Uh, uh, the booming voice of Morden, Baron Baldurk, servant of the ever-burning forge, defender of the flame, and beats, and then finally a particular phrase that just gets played over and over and over again. 
And it's like, look not upon your past. I brought her here for a reason. I brought her here for a reason. I brought her here for a reason. As some thought clearly is just repeating over and over in Baron's mind as he is just obsessed with this, and pieces of it are, he's wondering, did Morden take my wife? <laughs> Was this, did he set all this in motion? And just, and thoughts of, like, it's basically him mewling the idea over and over again. You're just hearing his own internal monologue go on on this. Uh, yeah. That's, so just, and it's rambling and backwards and forwards and, and, is this possible? No, that doesn't mean that. Yes, yeah, so it could mean that. No, like, I can't even think that thought. Must be it's like, too. isn't that his right? If he ah, wanted to? Pretty much not. Foil vein. Last you, but not least. You could, in general, like everybody feels this kind of sense of quiet anxiety surrounding uh, oil veins specifically, the idea of going towards, the finally getting to deeper mascar. This is the closest that we've ever been. And, uh, and the image in here all pops in everyone's head. They see kind of this dark, dank alleyway around the corner. You see oil vein running into the alleyway. And he only has one arm, but you see with his actual half-drow hand, he's pulling a shadowy figure. And he's running, and he's running with a shadowy figure. And you can hear the faint sound of deep speech in the distance. And you see yet oil vein and the shadowy figure, who also has only one right arm. They run down the alleyway and disappear around the corner. And then the other side where they had just come from, you see this cloud, this black cloud, starting to enter the alleyway until it just turns black. Aurora. You each see a circle of people, close, clasping hands, arms around shoulder. What? Interlocked. Interlocked, arms around each other's shoulders. It's Scrimcorn, it's Baron, it's Mock. It's Drustin, it's Oilving, it's Bearjaw. All together, they're laughing, they're cheering, they're humongous. They're 10, 20, 30 feet this up as the calloused hands okay. of Aurora enter oh. your view as she looks down at her hands, seeing this, uh, seeing this group as she walks towards it. They stay at the same distance, moving back. They're larger, they're stronger, they're bigger, they're older. This is true. Yeah, that's right. And then suddenly you're back and you all see each other and you see the facets of the lantern once again. And you can see- I really like her. Sunlight. (laughs) You can see sunlight outside of the lantern and then suddenly the whole world Cause As clearly, the lantern must have been set down. You can see what might be a ravine, a rock structure somewhere around. Looking out one side, you can see what must be Skyclave, even through the translucent, you know, uh, uh, distorted view of the lantern. Skyclave 
larger than any structure unbeknownst to the two four to man Have or beast. Or beast. A termite. A termite mound is really big. <laughs> Uh, you see, uh, you can see the rough sort of shape and proportions of Skyclave off in the distance. Based on your excellent sense of distances and stuff, you must be, uh, you, you know. Someone was carried by this. Many, <laughs> many miles, uh, many miles from Skyclave, but not quite as far as one might expect. Uh, Are we further than where we crashed? Oh, closer. Than uh, uh-huh. As uh, the lantern is picked back up, and you see, uh, uh, you see, the whole lantern. The outside looks like you're moving towards a rock, and then inside of it, and sunlight shines in again. Drewston, obviously recognizing what a classic illusion looks like. Uh, that illusion looked like it would have actually had a proper temperature too. Um, oh, a major illusion. And uh, all uh, purposes, he believes it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I really thought that was real. You didn't oh, actively disbelieve. Oh, didn't they take the time to make an investigation check? <laughs> There's a uh, a path is walked down as you can see the shifting lights and patterns as you end up going deeper and deeper down. This whole illusion obscures some sort of path that spirals down deep into an area, and uh, you can hear voices muffle, very hard to uh, to understand. And then suddenly a face comes up to the glass, and you see the pale skin of what you now recognize as a deep mask Ari, this close to the glass Bulbous coming nose. through, much closer. <laughs> On his noble brow. He says, Got a couple of, uh, got a couple of surface dwellers, eh? He says, for the fighting pits, maybe? Oh, and, uh, and then you hear yeah. Mina's, uh, voice, which you can recognize, but... Kind of like Charlie Brown's big. And, uh, the face moves back away, and, uh, and there's a little bit more of exchange of this just impossible to decipher sort of muffling. It does not just sounds like voices that's far away or through a great amount of material because Drewston, for example, would certainly be able to hear that anyway. Like, this yeah. is clearly, like, magically it's sort well, of... Well, we're hearing it psychically, it feels like. Yeah, yeah, there's a like psych... The, and it's, it's a psychic it effect. From a in fact, the sound waves might be coming in here just fine, but your minds are unable to process it appropriately. Um, and then you see as, uh, uh, as the world starts moving again, as Mina must be walking once more. Oh, wait, Rose is in this place, too. Oh, no, she is. yeah, that's right. Oh, I've, okay. Uh, She's been Rose has just been doing this the she... whole time. Just <laughs> Finally, her She's division of her saying, fuck you, guys. Maybe she's got weird magical mental control. She's like a yeah, I doubt soldier. It. She's she on six turns. She has been sitting cross-legged six with her eyes closed and her hands on her knees the entire time. And any glances, uh, uh, and she says occasionally, like someone like goes and looks at her, and she says, "You have to practice controlling the mind." And uh, you see her just doing these like careful breaths, and you don't sense. Anything from her Free through love. the duration of this. And uh, your minds flash back to Mina under the effect of charm uh, of charm monster. 
saying, uh, mentioning that the consortium uh, had trained them in mind protection exercises to recognize uh, this sorts of magics, and perhaps she taught Rose a thing or two as uh, Rose is sitting here, shielding her mind uh, from the psychic effects. And then, the swirling vortex of, could it be the portal? Could it be the entrance to Deep Mascar? That all these many months you've been looking forward to? That you've been desperately trying? Coming here week after week? I mean, walking together for months and months on end? Come out and you are in Waterdeep. We went too like, far. Yeah. <laughs> Back in Oakers. Was for the fighting pits? She says, yes. Inside check. She's honest. She's taking Wait, us to fighting pits. She's so convincing. She's... What a good liar she We've is. got a crew for the fighting pits. We're going to get some good coin for this lot because <laughs> I am not <laughs> winking at you because I'm telling the I'm truth. telling the truth. <laughs> you have followed my trap. Here you go, Adric. As the swirling <laughs> vortex. No, wait. I got to pee. I got to pee for the scene. What? I have to pee. You gotta pee for the If I'm pulling in my pee, I'm not gonna be able to, like, he's gonna gonna keep saying pee. We're in the lamps. We're gonna see Greg peeing. Oh no. no. You have to control your mind. Whose dream is this, anyways? Greg's just peeing all over our snow globe mountain. (laughs) Eric, that beginning scene was so badass. Sad it wasn't reality. Ah, but it was, though. It was internal. Unlike all the things in the story, which really don't happen. We really talked about those things in the real world. Yeah. Uh, oh, don't go meta on us. Real meta. So meta. In meta. It was a little Double mock meta. therapy. It was a little mock therapy. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Not good at therapy. It was mock therapy. Yeah. You think this is my problem? Yeah. This is everyone's problem. It's your problem. <laughs> Wait, how much? It's just it? him lying down on a big soft couch saying, they just don't get it. They like have their own things, but they expect me to just sacrifice I, my own I, priorities. I thought about it all week, and I'm like, man, if I can just bring enough tears to the table, maybe I can just get Greg to give us $160,000. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I think we should You were close. I gotta go <laughs> real hard. It was a mirror. That's bullshit, man. Yeah. Roleplaying is great, but this is fucking coin. You rolled like a 15? <laughs> you needed a 16. I needed a 16. So God damn it. Okay, though. It was a good persuade. It's okay. You know, the, uh, the chess game continues. Great. Helpful for you to just up in. Uh, it thought it crossed my mind because money is not so <laughs> it's not so impactful in yeah. in our world we could make it impactful if we started buying countries specifically about the narrative yeah. Well, yeah. my whole point was this, <laughs> was, like, this wasn't a bad thing for that narrative beat in my that's, mind so that's, I don't have a high level view I can't see well, it well so no I I, I I felt that it could have just been, yeah, you know what, for the sake of having this conversation now, right that before the entrance of Deep of Mascar, there was, there was an interesting chance for that. And then I was going, could I do something weird, like Mina insists on keeping all the money, and then it'd be a whole different yeah. kind of annoying negotiation that doesn't serve the story. Yeah, that would not have been cool. Um, so it can't be like, oh, let's have the conversation and the money's taken away. Scrim doesn't make any sense. So, I kind of like the idea of, of it being this <laughs> thought that went through Mock's head. It gives us a little bit of that storytelling. It was, it's, it's a big story beat to drop beat from to. Yeah. So. <clears throat> also, we totally bluffed the Bard King. 
gonna have very happy about. Yeah, big time. Like, well, you did what? We, we didn't, didn't even talk about it. Yeah. Like, I think resoundingly, no one really gives a shit about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, and that's evidence. But by you didn't bluff him. No, no, we no, just no, blew off him. We, we, we just like, oh, well, blew him off. Like, he it, wasn't even a factor in the conversation off. of should we yes. do something about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. really wasn't uh, any way to contact him. Well, his problems are solved. We, we yeah. could, we could have contacted. We could have contacted. How? We, I could have sent a rat. Yeah, a rat. Yeah, I like it. We still could. Don't really care about him. Or his city. He's like. The okay. economy's hurting. I can't uh, figure out why. Let's bring it. Let's bring let's it. Bring in. it. Let's bring it. So, this is the swirling, the swirling vortex of the swirling vortex of the portal takes up more and more amount of the vision around you, and then you see as it starts to swallow around every side of the lantern as you enter the portal, the consortium portal, mm. to deep. A mascar as your minds just start ringing, and uh, uh, and this sort of psychic instability that you've been feeling all along just goes into overdrive as uh, it's a headache at first, and then it's just a feeling of complete elation, and then uh, and then cold, and then hot, and uh, and all throughout this, the swirling vortex has continued all around the lantern, and then suddenly the sky opens with a big black maw, very reminiscent of what Oilvane has seen before. Just a inky blackness that drips down all around the entire lantern, consuming everything around you as it all goes black. You are dead. Roll up and The air is full of smoke, acrid and vile. It seeps into you with every breath, stinging the throat, the lungs, the eyes. Everything reeks of something alchemical, something that pulls at the core of your soul with a potent revulsion that turns the stomach with its underlying sweetness. Scrimcorn recalls an uneasy familiarity of the taste of it, and as Scrimcorn recalls this, you all recall this. The way the fog hangs stagnant in the air, the molder uh, uh, of wet decay. It is then the fog clears just enough to look down at the gathering waters around your ankles, the bog, the marsh grass, the bubbling scum that rides across its surface, consuming the last fluttering glimpses of a captive bird. The wind stirs as the water shifts with new movement. Figures pass around you like mourners wreathed in swamp guts, bones, and strange twisting roots that seems to grow into whatever flesh they touch. They stop at the edge where the grass grows into firmer soil. The shadow of a village lurks in the distance. Little flecks of candlelight dance in their windows, white smog puffing from stove spouts and hearths. The figures reach out, milky eyes wide as the marsh rises up in vines, moss, and soil to consume every house rock and tree, drowning the screams with the rush of crumbling stone. The figures turn to you, smiling with coal-black lips and sharpened yellow teeth. The ground shifts again, rising up before you. In the center of this new island is an otherworldly pool of iridescent black ink. Around its black stone ledge are thousands upon thousands of sigils and runes, all twisting around each other into an impossibly illegible briar. Beside the pool lays Bearjaw, 
Her body bent at an odd angle, her eyes open and pale, lips curled, arm outstretched, the hammer of all souls cast aside, half submerged within the pool. Bairn, Mock, stand aside, eyes downcast as if in prayer, as blackened ribbons of burned flesh rise like bruises upon their chests, splitting and curling over their skin as it forms a sigil in burned blood, which becomes clearer and more horrifying with every passing breath. Drustin steps up with his book to record the symbol, unmarked, eyes wide. The sigil, marked with dwarven text, says simply, Ladigware. Ladigware? Can you spell that? L-A-D-U-G-U-E-R. L-A-D-U-G. Put, yeah. put it in Slack. Yeah, I'll put it in Slack in a moment. Uh, and suddenly, everything is back to normal. Whoa. You see the facets of the sides of the lantern. Once again, you're standing in this strange place, but the psychic pressure is gone. It's cleared up. And these strange, bright lies, bright lights of, could it be Deepa Mascar you're seeing? It's hard to tell, something you've never seen before, as you are moving swiftly through some sort of strange city. You have time to talk, as Mina is clearly taking you to some place she intends to. Oh, oh, what was that? Who thought was that? It was bullshit, that was what it was. <laughs> Ladigwer. What does it mean? Uh, you, you all know Ladigwer oh. instantly. Ladigwer is the god of the Dwergar. Uh, the god of the Dwergar? The god of the Dwergar, of course! Oh, yes, but what does it mean? Oh, what does it mean? <laughs> what? So just, just clarify, Baron and Mock had, like, smoky things coming out of our chest we and had a mark on us. You had the symbol of Ladigwer burnt onto your chest. And Verja was lying all messed up prayer. with the hammer of all souls in like a weird black black pool. Um, we were in a swamp. Scream, did you know that swamp? Did I recognize that individual swamp? You recognize that specific location and that city, that village. Mm. And you recognized the, the, the septicemia. The figures. Was a Wellvane in there? Nope. Wellvane was not. Well, there was a big black puddle. Well, yeah, maybe he was the big <laughs> Maybe he was the puddle. <laughs> uh, I don't want to be a puddle. Scrim, Scrim. Keep it in character. Scrim. <clears throat> Scrim um, has a, a darkened look on his face. He says, <clears throat> Bits of that. Bits of that. The pool, I should say, the pool he did not recognize, and Bear Jaw. And the hammer, That's not and okay. the dwarves, none of that. Essentially, it, it, it shifted. The experience right. shifted, but the first part of it, right, with the what Scrim knows as the septicemia. The septicemia. Scrim says. Scrim says the septicemia. There was something in there. Ugh, he's trying to. He's trying to catch his breath. <laughs> he says, "Those, those figures with the, with the swamp." Bits on them, and the lips and the teeth. Is that them? Yeah. He says, "Those are friends of yours." Certainly not. <coughs> They're agents of the witches, but not, not 
not like I am. I I collect debts and, and find people and find places, but they are the sharp end of the stick. I just pure pure weapons, he says. I've seen them but once. Bits of that seem to be a memory of mine from a long time ago. The only time that I saw them do what they're called for, it was... Dark business. Did they destroy a town? Says, I don't know what... Let me phrase this. I don't know the, the 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 fate of the people that were there. I found I found a group of people that I had been tasked to find. The Septicemium came and did what they did, but it was a massive chaos and primal energy. But I don't know what to make of it. I do know that when the Septicemium are involved. I'd prefer not to be. Septicemium? There's seven of them? What is sept? I mean, you just see like a flash of like seven, seven gems. Seven, seven houses, seven daughters. They they named after some ailment of the blood. Mox says, Cousin, you know I've fallen victim to more than one spell along this path. But he looks very, very grave, and he says, "But I can't imagine the force that would bring you to worship the god of the Dwergers." Oh, what? What could it be? What uh, power could bend you to its will in such a, such a heretical manner? Uh, I nothing comes to mind, quite frankly. Uh, I don't know. If. Or you, for that matter. If the path to your goal were to be through darker means, have you considered it? Would you abide the course? <laughs> Heard the good news about the witches. No, he is not the. He actually, he didn't say that. You didn't say that, but he says, "A dwergar, I mean, if they could offer you what you seek." Today. Of course he wouldn't. Of course he wouldn't. I am aware, certainly there are other courses of action. Necromancy, possibility, evil, vile, uh, some other god perhaps their favor, but I... Magic pigments. I would like to take the long view of, uh, you know, when my time on this plane is done, I'd like to be able to spend my final rest with my wife in dwarf home. Uh, is my hope. Right. So, taking some dark path that would jeopardize that would, you know. Yes, the whole vision is bullshit. It is. It is. And what would what could a force been? that could do that to Verjar? Boredom, maybe. <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm only halfway stuck in this dark pit for a long time. Oh no! Oh, it's just just kill me now. <laughs> The only one to fight 
It's myself! I am my greatest enemy! It always was so. It was always so. So what are we to make of this? Must be deeply Nonsense? A vision of the future? What's about the Septuagenium? What is this place? Get us out of this prison! Elements of the past. It's getting a little cat I can try. Elements of my past I can say, but clearly things that have Shall I punch not it? come to pass. Could it mean that they're after us? Is there a reason they would wish us harm? Is there something your witches want that would not give them scrim? <laughs> Scrim, have you um, anything to say? Scrim, says, Scrim, Scrim does his kind of like a little bit irritated, but he, he does take the question and and and, and he, I mean, he kind of he, he looks you irritated. Like, he does his life kind of thing between things. Yeah, because we're still uh, in the lantern. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're still yeah. stuck in the lantern. So, but we're so we can see each other. See of. the uh, yeah no no it has like shifted back to being like. Oh, a nice, okay. good scene to okay. be able to talk about. Never mind. <laughs> um, you don't and he then and Scrim, you you see his, his like panted like irritated. Yeah, that's going to be making a bigger deal. True. Um, irritated kind of at the question, and then exactly he says he says, Master Dwarf, he says, the witches have tasked me with finding Bear Jaw. I, I am here. He says, and you found me. Snowman. Now what? I Sorry, let me. Okay, let me just. Uh, <laughs> Here I am. Hooray! Now that I have done that, they have also tasked me with finding Snowman, <laughs> not the airship. Um, in vivo. Uh, you sure? To find, to find Snowman. He says <clears throat> they seem particularly excited for me to meet this. Legendary character, but would not be excited. If you had been no mention of the Septicemium. To make a guess as to their intentions regarding Snowbane, would you say they? What would they be? Would you guess at your God's intent? He says, "I do occasionally." Honestly, from what do you think he's all about? Because I'm curious. (laughs) He's honestly from my lips to Morden's ears. He says. Usually when I'm tasked with collecting a debt, it's somewhat straightforward, finishing the Hukraley job. Um, just following Bearjaw, keeping Bearjaw alive is a little more unusual. I don't really have a guess on what they would want out of Snowbane. Dissolving babies? Baby business. <laughs> but, but I draw the line at they, baby business. They did not. They did not say to defeat Snowbane or to specifically deliver the hammer. Mock leans forward and he says, "Think a little harder, Scrim. What would the hands of Ao accuse you of doing on behalf of the witches? Being a her- being a heretical bastard." And then giving us a pamphlet about the truth. Ew. And he says, uh... And then harboring an asshole. You're smarter than that. <laughs> he says, surely they've accused you a number of times of the designs of your witches. To come to a, seek a demigod across the world. Is there nothing to speculate on that? He says, they think I'm being manipulated just like I think they are. It's what they would say of me... Seeking Snowbane would probably be to advise that I don't do it. But what would their concern be? Is it truly a roll of the dice? 
What would your witches have to gain from the power of a demigod? Great enough to fuck a dragon! Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, I would research that one, it's true. He says, for all I know, Snowbane owes the witches. Since we learned that Snowbane stepped down from chances to be a gold to help others. Was didn't previously she, a god. Thank you so much for did, asking. Didn't she help the dwarves? On many so, occasions, there are so many stories of that. Would nay the dwarves be against Snowbane? Well, could yes, the, they're evil. If she's a friend of the dwarves, then definitely. Could the witches be seeking her previous... Uh, uh, her previous stature as a god through the Dwergar somehow, an alliance? I don't see how the Dwergar play into it. Other than our business with them and uh, Kundrakar, don't have much truck with Dwergar. They have been seeking the very same forge that's made the gems that Audric is using. What? Say again? They were seeking the forge. The forge that Adric used. They're getting forge. They're getting forge. They made the gems. The gems. They were trying to crack it. There's some that would have the most. The getting forge crafted a great number of things. The people with the most, with the nefarious intent and the means to make use of it, would be dwarves of the Underdark. Would your witches? Wouldn't they be? I mean, am I wrong? Oh, a dwarven crafted anvil. Ray dwarves. You're right. Concerning you're it right. all. And you're right. Alright. I always thought I the Dwergar in Karundrakar uh, were a mere coincidence. Why wouldn't they come for our treasures? Yet. There could be a deeper connection. Would the witches make alliances with other gods? Would I they make an alliance with the Dwergar gods? We ask them these questions to their witchy faces. That hasn't been fruitful in the past. Well, so maybe their perhaps, faces haven't been close enough. Perhaps I, there could be more cunning next time. I will not be demanding answers of you their their designs and their alliances, but to ally with the Dwergar would be weird. Is very, that strange for them? Would be not like them. Really? Do you know them that well? Rose gets up. He says. You did not explain even the half of it, did you? Well, neither did you. We got a lot going on with us. <laughs> I can you go tell. sit down and meditate more. Wait, did you see that too? This says, I saw it. As an observer, from the outside. What was your interpretation? It was a vision from your past, and it was terrifying. From the past. Because the sooner we can separate, uh, the happier I'll be. I'll be frank here. I've never worshipped Dwergar. That never yes, happened. Yes, and I have never been dead. I know for a fact I am still alive now. I've never been a puddle. She shrugs, she says. Just my dog. Just my dog. <laughs> she says, look like the past to me. The past. How does that make a lick of sense? You're crazy. Multiple lives. You've been too crazy for too long. Jasmina's training me on mental defenses and how to protect from psychic energies. In the same way she helped identify what you had cast on her earlier. She trained you to shut your mouth too? She says... She says, from everything I understand, I admit I'm a bit of a novice in the field. Felt like memories. What the energy tasted like. Well, Scream Corn and. Oh, we had Renee in there, but. Oh, we had Renee met Virgil until the 
The air balloon run by itself. You're not that old. Me? Oh, a lot of you. And the hammer. I'm not too old. I am a perfectly the acceptable the age. The swamp and the septicemium are, fr- are from my past. That was familiar to me. But the rest of it was not anything that you guys secret any of us have experienced. Could there have been a ritual in the past that set our destinies? We've talked much about destinies. Could there have been something that the septicemium or the witches did to set Grimcorn on this path that would lead him to the hammer? That would lead us to the hammer. They seemed, dare I say, surprised. And the first time I've ever seen them as such, with some of the developments over the last months, if they knew about it, I feel (laughs) bluffing. They have no, they have no need to bluff. Rose, Rose, what makes you think it's the past? It was the taste of it. I don't know how to describe it. It's it's the energy. It was moving between you. It was memories from each of you. Hmm. It's memories or experiences or... And she shakes her head and she says, memory might even be the wrong word. She says, psychic energies, it's very confusing stuff. Perhaps I was not really dead. Perhaps I just looked very asleep. She said, but this did not come from outside of this lantern, that I'm certain of. More for us to mull on. Oh boy! They all mean something. I need my sense. And at the end of the day, strange coincidences and visions aside, we need to find Snowbane and Tidakasequa and get answers about your blood. So while I, that vision is certainly disconcerting, for myself included, I fear we need to press on either way. I don't know what we would do as a result of the vision. The lights shift, continue moving around. It's huge the bright lights as you're moving through whatever you're moving you can see figures moving left and right of you and towering uh structures and lights and dancing uh visuals moving all around you and you can hear the noise of a city but it is louder and it is and and but also muted through the lantern itself but it is just Garbled as you have been moving through this, as you discuss, and then, uh, and then suddenly, it is behind you, and uh, and much, a much quieter atmosphere sets in. You're still moving through this place, uh, uh, and it's another 10, 20, 30 minutes of presumably Mina walking with this lantern through. Who knows what? She stops to get food. Her favorite tacos. Yeah. Not gonna pass it out. Under dark flea balls. Maybe the last yeah. time she gets to have them. As uh, turns this way and that way, and then another bit longer before finally a structure comes closer and closer. A door opens. You enter. The door shuts. And then you see Mina's hand clasped down around 
the lantern, a finger touching each side, uh, uh, each side of the, now we're saying it's a five-sided lantern. In fact, it might have changed since you went in here. As she uh, touches her fingers to it, and uh, and then suddenly a wrenching feeling as you are pulled up and out of the lantern and tumble to the floor of a modest house. You've been holding that since we went in the lantern. Do you have a water closet? You just sent a very full balloon. Alright. Describe the setting, man. Please. Like, this is the inside inside of a Diva Mascari house. This is significant. Sword on the walls. Well, we can all do it. I went the same way, but like, in like the black light velvet posters. I was in like ancient ancient art kind of stuff. Okay. There's a television. <laughs> Some kid sitting on a couch playing with his iPhone. Um, it's small, and the number of you in here make it a bit crowded, cozy, someone might down. say. But what you see is some tapestries hanging on the walls here. It is, uh, uh, the, the, the structure is made mostly of stone. Uh, deep here in the Underdark, it would only make sense. More reminiscent of Dwarven construction than, uh, certainly than the human construction uh, topside. Uh, with these, uh, the furniture is very angular and dark. Uh, the stone that is used is very, uh, very dark grays and even black like onyx. Uh, like uh, the hardwood of stone. Onyx used here. But the immediate uh, sort of, what you also see from the structure is this doesn't look like a, uh, you know, you know stonework, uh, and it doesn't look like expensive construction. This looks like, uh, uh, you know, this looks like a, a house that someone in a lower caste might live in if this were a dwarven place. Is that what they're all like here? Hard to say. Um, to the point where it somehow looks strangely mechanically made, almost. Uh, like, is this not even handcrafted? It in, does. In era of handcraftsmanship? Yes, yes. Like somehow through some crazy arcane process, there's, just, there's you look at it and you're like, there's a thousand chairs out there like that, and that is at the same time awe striking, but somehow hollow. The windows are so dark purple that they're impossible to even see out of, and around the uh, uh, around the window frames is runes carved into the uh, into the stone uh, that surrounds every window in here. Uh, on a table, there is a bouquet of strange glowing mushrooms, which is, seems to be the primary light source in this entire room that you're in. Uh, this whole place, based on just sort of like looking at the front door that you just came through and another door, might just be two rooms in this entire place. And uh, the air smells strange is the first sort of word that comes to your head and you smell it. It smells like magic. Like it's steeped in it. It's just thick. Thick with it. Oh no, it's just humidity. No. Uh, this thing ozone. And uh, standing there in front of Mina is an uh, older looking woman uh, uh, deep wrinkles on her very pale skin much like Mina, and with uh, uh, with hair that is pulled back in a tight, short uh, uh, bun in the back, mostly grayed, as she uh, she looks to Mina and she says, Mina, 
I wasn't expecting to see you today. Uh, did anyone else open their mouths? Supervising. Mox smiles a bit and he looks to the group and he says, She says, Don't speak. Uh, she puts her hands <laughs> to you. And uh, there's incense set up on the table, which she immediately just uh, she snaps her fingers and a flame sparks up from her fingertips as she holds it under the uh, incense, which starts to smoke up in a ring as it grows to a larger and larger ring. And then the, uh, the ring of smoke plumes out and slams into every surface in this house. And the smoke just hangs there, being this uh, dressing on every surface in this place. And the what little noise you could hear from outside, not a loud part of town it would seem, just completely goes silent. And she says, and who did you bring here today? says, I was going to say we made it, but now let's get the fuck out of here. Oh. What are the facets of feet? Me not us. She says, things didn't go well. Uh, they helped me fix it. He says, I'm calling in all my favors. He says, every single one of them, they need faces. All of them. She looks to each of you and says, I dare say you do need faces. Says she won't last long out there. I think I could make a good go. She looks, uh, uh, sizes you up and down. She says, uh, longer than the rest, perhaps. I'll take it. She says, you need one for all of them. Even her, as she takes a look at Rose and Mina says, no, not her. He says, good, so it's still happening then. And she says, yes, as soon as our business here is done. Support our grandma. Oh, she keeps an open mind, you know? She looks to each of you and says, faces, faces, that's what you need, huh? Says, tell me, what brings you here to Deepa Mascar today? As she walks into the second room. We want to tell her everything? We seek someone? Family brings us here, to put it simply. Seek someone, you say? Uh, who is that? Why do you need to know? Oh, just idle chatter. It takes me a while to get these things. We, says, but, you are a suspicious bunch, aren't you? We've been told that the moment we step into Deep Mascar, we'll be torn to bits. Forgive us if we're a bit suspicious of strangers. Oh, it's true. If you step foot out of this uh, out of this doorway with the ridiculous way you look now, says you would not last long, and what little time you would have left would not be pleasant. But we'd prefer not to say, nary to say, nay to say, one of those, or nay to say who we're seeking. Uh... But just know we're here on behalf of our families. He says, mm, cryptic. Cryptic. <laughs> she comes back in with a mask in her hand that's got a, uh, well, looks like this. It is a black and silver mask with a, uh, with a black, like, with a, like a cowl. Uh, 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 attached to it. Fucking awesome mask. <laughs> Have we seen that before? I mean, uh, 
not in, yeah, not in this campaign. I, oh, okay. So not, I have not shown this. this is not is my not in this not in this like, narrative. Have you ever uh, seen this image on the internet before? Like, maybe. Fucking Casey Jones mask and that mask that James Bond wore in Spectre when he was in Mexico City. And uh, she puts it gently down on the table and she says. I have to say, if your business was here in Deep Amaskar, or no, she doesn't say that, if your business was here in the Deep Empire, says, it's quite fortunate you ran into my girl Mina here. And he says, that's quite a coincidence, don't you think? I suppose so. That's why we're called the Facets of Fate. Oh, I noticed that name. Sounds a bit sure of yourself, don't you think? Did you come up with that on your own? Oh, it came to us. It was a group thing. It was fate. I can just imagine all of you sitting around thinking about what cool name to call yourselves as she walks into the back room. We were standing, but... Okay. Oh, words deep. There was ale involved. It made the process more bearable. He says, oh, naturally. It's what happens after you chase a sprite. Yeah. It says they just call me the mask maker. Much more straightforward. What is Aurora's reaction to? Does she re- respond to this at all? Is she? She's uh, much as the sort of anxiety and and kind of like want to get out of here thing. She's that, and she's like she looks a bit pale, which helps her fit in a little bit more. Uh, uh, she looks a bit pale, like a little bit of like a blood gum from her face. Terrifying situation to be in, like. Out that door is death. There's no other door to go out at the current moment. This is the the definition of the deep end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is like a, if you say, I would like to turn back now, there is no way to, more so than any other situation you've been in yet. You could be in that desert with the centaurs, and it's easier to say, I want to just stop now, than it is here. Why don't you wake up? You could be on the run with those sky fighters coming after you, and it would be easier to say, I would like to stop this now, than it is right now. And she's expressing that in her <laughs> silence. When going through hell, at least keep going. Oil well, Vane, uh, just kind of as he's watching her work, making the masks, he, uh, he says, uh, "Do you know anything about this?" He pats on his uh, the the plate on his. She comes back uh, in and lets down a second identical mask. And she looks and she says, Deep Amaskari make, I can tell you that much. Mm. Anything more specific about it? He says, mm, Some sort of uh, containment runes on there. Uh, looks like it's meant to control something. Quite powerful energy I can sense in there. Strange. Why is it attached to your body like that? Uh, it's to, and then he kind of like, flex, like shows his fingers in his hands. It's supposed to supposed to control this. Oh, interesting. You want to learn more about that, I'd go ask the Kasequas. That's kind of their business. <coughs> the Kasequas. <laughs> she looks around the room and says, I'm seems like you're cool, here right? for the Kasequas. Cool. 18, I'm cool, I'm cool. Guys. So Mockholds is cool, but she looks at everyone else and says, I suppose cool. you're here for a Kasequa. Interesting. As she cool, has yeah. back, he coughed <laughs> out <laughs> his 17. <laughs> That's cool. That's pretty cool. We're still Sounds like that. Who loses it? Roll the dice. Who, who loses it? I got six. Three! Eleven. Three from Dross. Fifteen keeps it cool. Did y'all say Cussy? <laughs> 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 
turns and stares at Benedict's beard. There's John Drusen. Not so cool. I'm not used to being out of the lamp yet. <clears throat> Over time, she brings out a third, a fourth, a fifth, a sixth, and a seventh mask piled up all on the table now. There are seven of you in the group. That's right, yeah. Um, She's again about a roll. And she I looks at Mina and says, seven masks. I'd say we're even after this. And she says, more than even. If I can ever pay you back, I will. She says, if you never see me again, I'll consider us even. Ooh, ouch. Salty bitch. So, what's involved with these masks exactly? Do we have any control of the semblance? He says, oh, in a manner of speaking. That sounds like no. She picks up one of the masks and uh, uh, she says, who wants to go first? Mocks up forward. And she says, What are the risks? Just slip it on, put it over. Well, the risk is you could assume the vestige of a heretic and be murdered by the guards on sight. Heretic? What? I don't even know what's a heretic. I get caught. You know, uh, someone that speaks against the right order of things. We don't look too kindly on that here. What's the right order of things? Oh, God. She says, you don't know much about this place, do you? That's accurate. Who told Correct. <laughs> she says, well, that'll be interesting. I hope you can put these masks to use for more than an afternoon. Mark looks a little sourly at Mina, who he pumps for like, answers for hours and puts the mask on. As Mock puts the mask on, you can see his body and his clothing and everything morph and contort as uh, uh, as he grows taller and thinner and his skin pales down to the pale white of uh, the pale white of the deepa mascari, his nose sort of shrinking and elongating and his hair uh, uh, his Growing. beard shrinking and nothing and then popping out of its head into long hair on top and his entire visage changes to a stranger a deepa mascari clearly uh, standing before you yeah, he feels his beard and furrows his brow what uh, of his what of his equipment and she says, well, oh, you're a handsome one. Rose is even more. Baron looks at him. Is he? <laughs> By what standard? Uh, his equipment is on him, uh, but it's a strange mix, as magic is strange. His magic. clothing and his armor is completely concealed by whatever magic is here, but his weapons are visible. Okay. Are his weapons changed to look? Basically, if it's worn... It's disguised in the magic. Sure. If it's but head shaver is as is. But yes, it's and, a and weapon. It's not exactly yeah, like something that's more holstered. Yeah. So. Mm. The biggest pack is his pack. Yeah. Now, if you could get head shaver yeah, completely means... enclosed, like in a pack, that you know that, that would be sure in My such a fashion as to consider it worn, so it would require now, huh? some ingenuity. But perhaps maybe the magic Wrap it would. Wrap in consider. a towel, no problem. Yeah, it's ten feet long, and he's. Let's, so, head shaver was a bad example, but like a dagger or something, yes. if you like stuck it into your boot, sort of disappears. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Baron's gigantic shield could prove interesting as well. With a hot belly, blazing symbol of Morden. 
<sighs> she looks at the shield and says, you're going to want to do something about that shield. Mm. He says, even those that go and kill dwarves for fun and capture the holy symbols of their and uh, capture the holy symbols of their most pious don't go brandishing they around do that? town. They Hawk do says, that here? Hawk says, hey, oh, it takes all kinds. With the paints, what? we can fashion an enamel. We'll fix it. And he gets to work on it. He grabs some of the paints and he begins painting like an animal cover in a robust material to cover the shield. And she starts handing out the masks to each person. I need to let each person describe what their deeper mascari self looks like. You don't. We don't have to do it all right now. Think about it on the week. I, mean, I feel uh, good about being long, long locks and handsome. Really, you're just a handsome guy. Um, I'm beautiful right now. I think that's fun. And she says, now these masks, uh, they are quite a special creation of my own invention. And the, and the current visage that they contain is only, uh, is only its current form. And he says, you need but place the mask. Uh, at the moment, a dying breath is drawn from a victim of your own, and you will take their identity and turn their body to dust. <laughs> To clarify, we kill someone and we take what they look like? If you place the mask on them in their moment of final life. That's green. That's green. These are used for dark business. It is. That's green corn right there. Grim corn. What if uh, he were to detect evil? What might that say about this mask? I'm not a paladin, unfortunately. I think it's okay that you are not a paladin. Yeah, evil. She says, these masks also put quite the toll on the body if you wear them for too long at once. Call it call it eight hours in a day, and you'll experience some exhaustion of the body and mind. If you were to pick a level of exhaustion. Well, it just makes you a bit more exhausted for each consecutive day that you wear it for more than eight hours in the day. Saying one level of exhaustion each day. Indeed. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, we'll wear it during a long rest. <laughs> I mean, unless you look really good wearing it. That's true. It's worth it. I'll just sit here in front of a mirror and waste away. Set <laughs> <laughs> <Just laughs> it. Better to be hot for three days than a life of ugliness. Beauty is pain. Commercial and let's do this. <laughs> you, really wait, hot, you wouldn't be the first to sacrifice your life for beauty. That hot exhaust. She says, man. there you are. Seven identities. Seven faces. Don't forget about the place to hide. She says, uh, she says, oh yes, of course, my identities come with a uh, with an abode. It would hardly be an identity if you didn't have a place to live. Now would you? It's part of my services. Very good. She Is says, it here or close or? She says, uh, uh, check the inside of your map for our address. A map of the oh. city. Not here in the unpledged section. No, no, no. You, uh, your identities are in the uh, are with the pledged. Pledged. I, I don't know what that means. Mina says, you're just going to head a bit west. We're going to head a bit west. She oh. says, she says, now, do any of you speak the language? What's the language? The language of the Deep Empire. I forgot the name of it. <laughs> Troglodyte. I'm assuming it's probably not the, the common tongue. The answer is no. 
it's, none of you speak it unless you've gone out of your way to speak it. Has anyone Did learned Deepa Mascari? No? Does it sound like this? Uh, he says, It's called a, it's called a Roshum. So do any of you speak Roshum? Pardon me a moment. And he plucks one of the mushrooms that's lighting the room. <laughs> and I'm going to charge you for that. <clears throat> Uh, he says one hundred and sixty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick! <laughs> we almost had that. Shroom says, "Of course, of course." And um, he takes just a bit of it and puts the rest of it in a, in one of his pouches. And he fishes out um, one of his like very small pouches and takes some kind of paste out of it and stuffs them both into is it a rare paste or a plentiful. Paste? It looks like a rare paste. Looks like it looks like a. Uh, it's not a large helping? quantity of. Is it paste. the last helping, or is there plenty of it? There's more in it, but you have not seen him draw from this before. Mm. It is a. It is a bright yellow. It's a bright yellow paste, and he smashes them both into his pipe, and um, along with the glowing mushroom, and uh, with the with the glowing mushroom, and um, put that in your pipe and smoke it. He puts that in his pipe and he smokes it. And uh, you see him. Uh, I don't know what he actually uses to light the pipe. Usually, um, he, I think he would have a. Monday you don't snap your fingers and make a little fun. Uh, I mean, it's a really it's simple cantrip. What if like a fire? How are you gonna fit in a deep mask? He, flies he out thorn of whips back. the flame. He thorn whips it. Once the old lady um, offers it. To uh, and uh, it's what you have a self Got a timba. Um, and he he procures light uh, for the uh, for it and. Um, and takes a takes a uh, pops it a couple times, and you see this this deep, deep yellow kind of mustard yellow smoke come out of it. But he puffs it a few times, and you see even Scrim gets a little bit green, and um, and, he, and then um, he Just, issues forth. I wouldn't smoke that if I were you. Um, and he, he puts his hand up like that, and then uh, he waits a moment, and then he issues out, and then uh, words come from his mouth. The rest of you do not understand. Mm. He speaks Roshun. Oh. Uh, and says, uh, and says, um, in, in her, in Diva Mascari, that's a mighty fine mushroom. Oh. And she responds, <laughs> What did she say, Dan? She just mumbled. <laughs> She Dan keep, doesn't speak this language. <laughs> you have to ask she, she, she keeps talking about how handsome Mark is. <laughs> message. Uh, she says, that's oh, good, that's good. Uh, that will make you last a little bit longer down here. Um, Most people don't speak the surface dweller languages. And he takes a little bit of the paste and wipes it just on the edges of, of his ears as well. Um, he says, all right, that, that, will have to, that will have to do. And uh, Scream now speak that. Cool. From a feet. Oh. Oh. Teacher. I learned. Kind of like an Assange, like Feet Lady Gaga. Feet. <laughs> Deep mascara. Feet. Deep mascara. Snazzy. All right. Jason will be able to speak it one hour at a time. Well, I don't. And I doubt I'll learn. Box legs. <laughs> I don't. Box legs is screaming, he says. And he looks at the rest of you and he says, There could have been worse options. <laughs> he says, I don't imagine we're planning on splitting up frequently as it is anyway. 
She says, your house is, uh, will be a cool, totally alien way of giving an address. What do you think about that? Giving a street number? That would be a strictly not alien and totally exactly. The, like, third, I mean, yeah. I don't know the postal uh, service exists this time. Third, third, third finger bone on the on the hand mountain. Well, the aorta. Yeah. Follow the aorta till the. There's like a gazillion houses, right? Like, so they didn't need an address system. I just didn't want right. it to be a number and a street name. I was just trying to think of something a little like, more. Yeah, yeah, like a, wave, a little some spell. Sort of we could get a spell thing, that right? doesn't. Like, it could be a hot cold type thing. of thing, or it could be. Uh, it could it could literally be like you see a path before you to your house. The English style like, is to like have literally a house like means, every house just has to a To have name. a house means to know where your house is. Like I like the what Sam just said. What did you say? The British style is that every house has a name. It's like that, that's what it this is. is not a number, this is like yeah, such yeah. and such cottage. That's what or it is. such and such. That, that, that's what it is. That's yeah. good. That's so what I was looking for. Something distinctly style, different uh, than uh, is familiar. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. It's uh uh Downton Abbey. <laughs> you live in Downton Abbey. It's like uh, oh, on the bottom floor. Do you want to hit me with a little another rock? Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Uh she says, you live in Bevros Manor. You'll find it over in the uh in the pledged area. And uh he says, it's not large, but it'll be comfortable for a group of your size. Just try not to make any friends. Don't make friends. Easy, That's what I do. It's my thing. Is there maps of the town available or directories or any way for us to get our bearings down here? Or information about the city. She says, I can... There's much we don't know. She says, I can give you a bit of an explanation here. As she... Uh, now all the masks are handed to each of you. I don't know if each of you put them on yet. But uh, she waves her hand over the table as a f- an image appears on the table showing, uh, uh, showing a city. That is a very large city with uh, walls surrounding a main center area, a large castle somewhere inside there, and a whole bunch of very tall buildings. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and show you the map. <laughs> Drustin, if you could take notes, I would appreciate it greatly. Also, There's quite a bit of information she's writing down here. Drustin. Here. In his guise. Is the a map. Very muscular man. Of uh-huh. Falcon's city. Mm-hmm. Do you want to post okay. it to the side? I will post it, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's a, in the inner area is Facon's Castle, uh, as well as House Casiqua, House Narrow, House Fave, and House Boravi, all present in the center area. There is a the entire north and west side of uh, the outer walls uh, area. There's sort of like the, you know, like the sprawl from there is the government uh, officials. The area entirely south of the city is the pledged citizenry, and the east and sort of spreading next to the pledged citizenry is the unpledged citizenry. And she points to somewhere in the unpledged citizenry, and I'll go ahead and post this in Slack right now so you guys can follow yeah. along. Yeah, yeah. that would be helpful. Um, is, uh, she says, this is where we are. She says, 
best place to set up for this sort of business. Do the uh, mass changer voices? Uh, 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 yes. You got it, man. <laughs> are we gonna really do? We should. Do, are we gonna do our character voice? It's gonna be very confusing for you, different voices. I think we could just use our regular voices. Like, it, it might be fun, but it might detract overall. I think it'll detract overall. Yep. I, I'm happy to continue to mock. I think you should continue uh, to really do your to, like, individual voices. My, my vote, democratically, my vote is just to continue to do the. the I think so too. We use the voices to know clearly who's speaking it's and when it's in character. Can our, do our characters recognize each other's voices if they're wearing the mask? Well, we you know what, we're just our voices to each other. No, nah, you know what we're gonna say. It does not change your voice. Oh, well, you can do Jason a voice. says anyways. Because you can do a voice. But you, you can do a voice. <laughs> I feel like Justin would make a voice. Yeah, personally, he is a very muscular Diplomasiari. That's his guys. Yeah. He's probably a lot taller than you oh. were before. Like, at least probably good, yeah, you know. He's a deeper mascara than beefcake. Was before. Yeah. He's a unacceptable. Yeah. 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 I've posted the map, and she points in the pledged citizenry area and says, and that's the pledged area, and your abode is there. Now, if our business is concluded, I will ask you to go about your business and enjoy the deep empire in our great city. Uh, Bob's like, should we need your assistance? What if we return? She says, I doubt you can afford my help. He's like, so it sounds like we might be able to if we could pay. (laughs) So what you're saying is there's a chance. That's exactly what she said. (laughs) Like he's a very business oriented guy. And she said she has a price. She says, "If you've got the, uh, if you've got the payment, then certainly we could arrange business." And says, "A friend of Mina gets you in my door." Mock nods courteously and he says, "He says, uh, I appreciate that your access to your services seems rather exclusive." And uh, and she says, and you, young lady, uh, and Mina, and uh, this woman who never introduced herself, mask the, maker. the mask maker. Uh, uh, they each clasp each other uh, around the back of the neck and touch their foreheads. And the mask maker says, "Go live your life. I want to never see you again." And uh, she says, "I will." And she puts down the lantern. And Rose steps on over to it, and Mina touches her fingers to the top as Rose. You see her. So they're just flipping this off the whole way. Mock doesn't want to roll an inside check and see what that was all about. Not terrible. Uh, seventeen. Well, what? It, see what? What's all about? Yeah, the exchange, the interesting Try. exchange that just happened between go live your life and Looking stuff. into the relationship between those two. Is that just like a two? business transaction complete, or is there something? No, different? no, it was uh, pretty obviously a uh, pretty obviously familial, a, like, a familial uh, deep, deep caring here. Oh, like a mask maker, maker, uh, like, like mask a, maker did not want to see her here again today, uh, and uh, was surprised and shocked to see her. Told her the best payment she could give her is to stay away. Mock nods and feels satisfied for. There was a lot of. There was the business of getting down here. But as it turns out, he's pretty satisfied with the way they got down here. 
as it turns out. Marina looks to each of you. And she says, good luck. She says, I hope you find who you're looking for. Any last bits of advice? Uh, yes. One second. Mm-hmm. Mina's advice. Who's <laughs> like, sit down. Uh, it's going to take a while. <laughs> Why'd you have to go and ask me? Walk in the left side. She says, uh, she says, watch out for the police. What do they look like? Uh, you'll know them. Okay. okay. <laughs> she, uh. <laughs> no, wait, wait, no. That's not what she says. Hang on, hang on. I forgot. I had something else for her to say. Any last pieces of advice? Don't eat the hot dog. Don't eat the She says, watch your back down here. And remember, the walls have ears, and no one is who they seem to be. Trust nobody. Oh. Oh. Mm, sounds like Dita Mascara and I Mascara aren't so different. And she smiles and she says, it's a paradise. And uh, it's a paradise. she grabs the lantern, she puts a hand on the door, takes one last look at the map maker who nods to her. And she pushes open the door as the smoke that had like fallen over every layer, like, poof, like dissipates and goes out, the, uh, goes out the door and disappears. And she says, carry on, carry on. Mock nods and hits the door. Uh, we have a good go idea home. of how to get from where we are to where we're going, our little refuge house. A good idea? Yeah. No, but yeah. a general idea, yes. Let's give this a try. Uh, okay. I, would, I wish we had an awesome I'm tracker here that tall. may help us to just navigate. Think, maybe someone who spoke the language locally. <clears throat> speculating. Let me see that map. He's not a cartographer, but... Uh, yeah, actually, I'd be curious if his... You've only spent your life just searching for obscure people across he, the globe. He, he's a that's finder. That's really qualified. He's here. a finder, and he's definitely made use of some obscure maps. Tracker. Is there any way he can apply some of that some of that knowledge to, um, to the situation? <laughs> to a map? He's like, he wants to track, but he wants to track the lines. He wants to track the city itself. Um, yeah, is there any way he can... He wants to navigate. He wants to navigate. Yeah, what would... Is navigation a... Isn't that... What stat would that be if that was going to be a check? Could it be an survival check? Survival, maybe. Yeah. By the way, uh... uh that's follow tracks, hunt wild scrim game, scary. guide route through frozen wastelands. Scrimiscari. Um, deep scrim. Deep scrim. Uh, just has a really prominent nose. Hmm. He's just hmm. a prominent nose. His, his look... Is one of these guys where it's just a very distinct nose. It's not necessarily unattractive. It's not like weird looking. It's just like one of his faces. Hawk curved nose. Yeah, where you're like, like that's just like a Native American. Weird, it dominates his face. Like maybe like like Incan. Like that very like full, distinct, yeah. like a strong bridge. A strong bridge. A Byzantine. <laughs> yes. It's like a statue. Byzantine is not what I was going for. It's a cool word though. Are we talking Byzantine or are we talking Incan? <laughs> uh, depends on what angle. <laughs> I'll roll with that. Like, I don't know what a Byzantine nose is. Have you seen the nose of that guy? I've heard of a Roman nose. I've heard of it with, like, like, paintings. Like, yeah, I'm trying to remember. God, you see his nose? What was he talking about? I don't know. That nose. The only thing that will give us proof that these masks let you appear how you want to be is whether Bearjaw got bigger or not. She got smaller. Because if she got bigger, it means you get what you want. 
Well, if she got see, smaller, his mask explicitly uh, assumed the visage people. of who was murdered That's right. and yeah. absorbed. It was. Not That's why a there tall, is a house tall. available for you. Oh yes. Yeah, your detect evil question with masks. Factoid. <laughs> evil masks. Cool. Yeah. Baron, do you yeah. detect evil? To, like, no. evil? Yes, I detect person. evil. <laughs> yeah, in fact, I guess so. In fact, um, uh, when we take them off, we still look like the people, so the only way for us to look like our normal selves is for kill us ourselves. to kill ourselves, which is what that vision was about. Ah, that uh, makes dark. Sense. Good, that good, makes good, sense. good, good. Um, so, yeah, good news on that front. Uh, Scrim, uh, Walt, be, like, you look at the map and idly he says, while well, he's looking at this, he says, By the way, I think our first priority should be getting a map of the Underdark. So when we need to leave, we already have that taken care of. I agree. So I don't, I don't want us completing our objectives like we did in Skyclave with no time to actually prep it. Seems like it'd be Most. nice to know at least what side of the city we want to leave on. But, he, but for now, let's find home. And, um, yeah, can Scrim... Uh, by the way, so Scrim is going to he he puffs on the pipe when he's going to speak Roshum, and uh, and he basically has yellow still even with the mask on. I'm gonna say he has yellow smudge on his ears um, to understand it, uh, but mechanically he does he does know speak it from the uh, just as you know that language. language. It's from Prodigy. Oh, you took Prodigy. so I got rid of uh, Witch's Luck. Um, after, after many, after much debate, after praying to the witches, really? I determined that uh, yeah, so he's a, he's a better tracker. He's got some nature skills. Uh, he's got that. All right, so walk out the door, I guess. You walk through what could only be described as the slums of. I've already forgotten the name of the city. I guess I got it right here. Faklan's city. The houses here are scattered. The roads are uh, not as well kept. Mostly dirt roads on the... What, will it be a lot of dirt down here? Stones. 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 Whole city's Stones. gotta be crazy. You're gonna have Stone. something that you think is dirt at first, but it's just the Stone accumulated dust. refuse and debris from eons People accumulating slipping. in the road. Yeah. Dirt, shit, food scraps that just... Thrown into the street when uh, people are done with Shit them. Shit decays, ah, right? You've, uh, yeah, you've, you've got been to deeper master. Um, Things just got slummier. Slums. Uh, and you walk west towards the pledged area. The whole place here is illuminated by glowing uh, lanterns on large you know, street posts that... Uh, Big, huge posts that arc outwards and lay down a huge amount of light just shining downwards of various colors, giving this whole place a lot of uh, purples and blues and reds uh, all over the place. And it's uh, it's just a permeating sort of view here as the light is very prominent. This place has no light naturally. There's little bits of glowing mushrooms growing here and there as well, but certainly not enough to illuminate the streets. And uh, and some houses have little pots or you know like planters of a bunch of mushrooms, which give a nicer kind of uh, light in front of uh, in front of houses. But most of the places here don't. But as you head west, this, so this is clearly not a place that relies on the dark vision. That many of uh, almost not all of the underdark characters do. 
This place, uh, it's hard to say if the lights are here for purely decorative reasons or uh, or serve a functional purpose. The They're certainly laid out in a very aesthetic way. They, they, they seem light. functional in terms of the layout. Like they continue one to the next yep. to the next. Yeah, they do. Interesting. And uh, as you move west through the city, through this through these slums area, you eventually cross over into what you saw on the map as being the pledged citizenry uh, area. And immediately, just a marked, uh, uh, a marked increase in just the quality of everything here. The houses are constructed nicer. They are laid out in a more clear pattern. The streets are relatively clean, uh, and uh, things are just look better. And uh, as you look around, you see that yes, all of the houses have names. Uh, uh, emblazoned on the front of them. I cannot read them. But they are written in the Deep Mascari script, which Scrimcorn can read. Scrim, uh, just, no, no, um, without even, without being asked, he's just pointing out things, like signs he's, he's seeing, saying, that means this, that says this. Um, it takes a while of wandering through these uh, sort of streets looking. Um, roll, go ahead. Uh, are there a lot of people walking right now? How, yeah, how crowded people-wise? Uh, uh, plenty of street traffic. You're walking amongst the Deepa Mascari. Pale-skinned, a lot of long hair, and I would tall. say that there is enough renown of the drought city of Menzo Branson to know of Narbondel the great timepiece of that city that tracks time as fire rises up daily on this column. Is there a timepiece in the society that is obviously in place? Uh, looking north over the roofs of these modest houses, nicer, many, uh, many two-story sort of houses in this area, you can see the shining bright, blindingly bright lights of the towering buildings that are what must be behind the walls uh, uh, of it. And there is a lot to take in in that area there. Um, and yes, there you see what you will come to know as Shade Spire, a massive magical clock that, uh, uh, that shows tracks the, the passage of time. Tracks the passage of time. Uh, and is visible from every place. It stands towering above the uh, even these tall buildings with bright lights blasting down from them. I mean, whatever is to the north, that area is bright. Hmm. So, Scrim, when he's pointing the signs, he's he is uh, Scrim is not a, a, a convincing guy with his social abilities, um, so he's not. And you get you guys know he's not like subtle when communicating kind of stuff, but he's he not is, charismatic. He's not charismatic, but but he is stealthy. So he um, so exactly. So he can he he kind of whispers this to the group. A taste of the general oh, that's cool. idea. That's what you're seeing wow. off to the north. Man, just top of the Um. Yes. Yeah. You see. You can see as the lights shine up along these huge. I don't know what you call those. Those po- Those. 
posts that touch. It would be a stalag bottoms. I well, think is a stalag well, bottom and a stalag top, but reached. touching. So therefore, stalag columns, columns, columns just stone, stone columns uh, uh, throughout Cave all of this. Like just stalag huge, columns. huge stone pillars, like throughout this uh, at irregular positions. They seem to be natural formations, stalag, yes. and the city just forming all around it. And yes, you can see the cavern roof. Um, from the amount of light that blasts upwards to it. I mean, this is... You go into an underdark city, you're expecting it to be dark, like you mentioned. But no, this is as bright as it gets. This is... You've never seen a surface city this bright at night. And with the clock and the activity, it seems like we are midday. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, Scrim, without, without using her name, uh, Scrim motions to the person who is now Aurora. Yeah. Um, the uh, deep mascari figure, and says, and uh, you, uh, you taking all this in? To she says, yes. Soak it up. <laughs> Her timid and voice it, belays. It takes a bit, but as Scrimcorn continues to say quietly, just amongst yourselves, the signs that he's seeing, you're starting to notice a pattern that's starting to reveal itself. There's something about the script. It's Scrimcorn mostly because it's in the language of Deepa Mascar. It's in the sigils that it uses. Drustin, uh, with his incredible passive investigation, uh, is also seeing this, that there is a pattern in the spelling of the way that these streets and the houses do it. And it, you're starting to realize some sort of system here of addresses such that you could perhaps deduce where your, uh, where your manner, uh, as it is... Hmm. Uh, 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 generously called um, the uh, the Bevros Manor uh, must be you know off in that direction if the pattern holds and as you're walking through the city I want everyone to roll a deception check of just fitting uh, in oh god deception I can do stealth deception oh amazing ah that's an 18 mm. That is solid. Uh, is there any reason that anything with a mask would prevent us from casting get... a spell, like using the cricket? Or do we uh, get... uh, no, the masks do not prevent any of your... Do we get advantage with our awesome, awesome costumes? No, no, this is your deception inside the costumes. Okay. Because otherwise we'd be doing <laughs> modifications oh, I, <laughs> I can tell it was an important role. I rolled like a natural one. As Scrimcorn, yeah. as Scrimcorn goes, <laughs> yeah, as, uh, has it. and he just <laughs> and coughs up some phlegm and spits it on the ground. You see, passes by like, like look, and also at Bearjaw. And Bearjaw's just like, what? There's no phlegm in Deepa Mask. As uh, like multiple people sort of like glance, and you hear whispers as like, they pass. And she's like tiny too, like comparatively, like she gotta be a preteen, like unless they're really <laughs> short. Uh, like, but struts with that of a bold but warrior. Walks, walks like she's used to having like a lot more physical. So form. she put the flaming mask on top of her man. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> My God. I mean, no, no, but you know, she wanted to. We got excellent deception. I got eighteen. Eighteen. How do you? How do you? You and I got thirteen. How do the high deceptions help ameliorate the uh, attention drawn to us by the low deceptions? Someone's got to be my mom. Uh, Baron hacking up. Stupid child. Scrimcorn hacking up horrible, disgusting scrimcornness. Uh, he tries to. He doesn't say anything because he knows that it's only going to make things worse. Uh, he, he says, 
shows concern, like, you know... So he's acknowledging it, too. He's acknowledging it Medical as though there is something right. wrong, you know, like, oh, friend, are you all right? A guy being weird alone right. is concerning. A guy being weird and he has someone with him is like, oh, okay, maybe okay. he's got sick Everyone's like, sick okay, that guy's got him. <laughs> yeah, he's got excited. He's taking care someone of him. Someone for this. I like that. Uh, very, very good. It's like that guy who wears a wedding ring, even though he's not married. Yeah. Drew's <laughs> into uh, <laughs> big, strong guy. And he's just channeling Sir Mandor right now. Thinking about big, strong guy. He's mm. just saying, oh, well, the curses on Drothalum. It's difficult to manage, but we'll get through it back in our home. He's saying this out loud in common. Uh, oh, yeah, no. I thought you cast a spell. No, no, not yet. Not yet. No, I don't have that yeah, I, keep, 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 keep it going. Yeah, yeah, I'm not okay. penalizing you for that. So instead, he puts uh, a hand on him, and he's like... Uh, so uh, he's kind of that, like, confident and air. NASCAR. That, like, you look at him, and you're like, oh, that guy's got it covered. And he, like, looks at people and like... I would postulate that ventriloquism is one of the high arts in Deep Mascar, where cloaking the sounds of your voice are super important to somatically yeah. masking the spell you're about to kill somebody with. Yeah. As you round the corner, headed towards your home, you see uh, seven figures marching. Except this one. Uh... Marching in uh, in lockstep. Two, 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 one. Yeah, two, 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 one. In the back, they are wearing black armor covered in glowing red runes, and they are wearing masks of dark glass that completely covers their face with helmets that go around each of them. Seven Judge Dreads. Each of them (laughs) looking uh, identical as they immediately turn towards uh, a house. That's right there. You guys are like fairly far away, but you can see this as uh, uh, as one of them uh, pounds on the door, boom, 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 which resonates even back here. And they say, uh, oh, "I forgot the name. Give me a deep mascari name." What's the flavor of deep mascari names? Nilthana. Nilthana. Nice. I like it. Nilthana. Uh, it says emerge. <laughs> And uh, they take a step back, and the door opens a moment ago as a uh, as a woman steps out, uh, uh, who looks like any other deep mascari, not particularly notable in any particular uh, way. A mundane deep mascari woman. Um, and uh, the one that is most in the front says, "You stand accused of treasonous intentions. How do you respond?" And her eyes go wide as she takes a step back and she says, I, I, I didn't do anything. I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, the one next to the original one says, your plea will be noted in the records as uh, the seventh one in the back who is wearing, uh, who is wearing a, his mask is red glass instead of dark glass. He just points a wand forward as you see a beam of energy shoot out, strike the woman in the chest and she falls over. Uh, she just falls over, smoke pouring out from her chest. Mock doesn't keep us cool. I get the smoke. <laughs> I was curious if someone was going to be able to tell if she was dead or not. Nope. The smoke from the chest really seals the deal. No, no, no. no. <laughs> that, that role was just like whether Mock freaked out. Oh, the cool. Yeah, keeping the cool. He didn't keep us cool on that one. Oh. That one disturbed him a lot. Like an execution in 
the middle of the how day, the rest broad of the daylight, react to and that? Mock turns away from it. This is how he doesn't keep his cool. He turns away from it, like, to, to shield himself from it, and, like, has to take a moment to just, like, take a deep breath and, like, I'm in this crazy place. Fuck this So place. far from home. Like, a moment ago, I thought I had everything and I could get the fuck out of here. And now I am so much deeper in it. So much deeper. As and then he, he turns back solid again. Scrimcorn can understand as people walk by. Walking from that direction, you hear just a, uh, uh, a pair talking to each other. And one says, I don't know why these people think they can get away with it. And uh, uh, another one says, Nazi collaborators. Another one says, he says, you think after all this time, people would realize that it's, uh, uh, would realize how stupid it is to, uh, uh, to, what would they say? Move against the grand design. He says, to move against the grand design. And, uh, and that's all, the only, like, chatter that you hear is this just, like, Scrim uh, is missing. Scrim is missing Skyclave so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the bureaucracy. He's like, and then some, uh, and then some and woman and a child is like, see, that's what happens to They crazy. were quaintly bureaucratic and silly. <laughs> mommy, mommy, I, like, I want a couple TIE fighters. I opened I like that shitty utopia more than this shitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had Pappy. He had a flying ship. We had a couple TIE fighters. There's Pappy here. He can't drink like it. He gives you 12. Anytime you want to leave Skyclave, Skyclave, you just walked in one direction and eventually you were outside. This place is not like that. There's just sky in every direction. New goddamn town. Time to steal, steal your mind, Holmes. Different city, same <laughs> shit. Someone else emerges from the house, stepping over the body, and one says, Did you collaborate? And he says, uh, and uh, the, the person says, No, I did not. And says, Dispose of the body. He says, I will. And the police turn and march down the street again and around the corner and disappear. Whoa. Scrim looks back at the group with a like just straight business, not like a mock goes with a shoulder grab. And Scrim just kind of like, and uh. Can we go on? is like, he's looking at the group. His eyes are wide, but he's nodding as if he's like <laughs> agreeing with everyone. pick up the pace. Is there any change in your state of mind or sentiment with this being here? We're here. Like the place of this. Do you feel any different? Um. He feel, well, he, he's a little bit overwhelmed right now because this is like, he's taking in all the weird sensory stuff from being in this completely different city. And it's different from like a lot of the other cities that he's been to. And it's not necessarily like Skullport either, you know, even though it's underground. He's used to seeing this kind of sky, quote unquote, but he, this is like a completely different type of society. So he's hoping he can find answers, but he is still anxious about whether or not he can actually find it. In a reaction weird with like the blood stuff? Um, really. The blood remains calm? Or the, the blood activates? It's been. <laughs> I think it's been bugging him a little bit. A little itchiness, a little strange sensation mm-hmm. here in this place. But you've also are in, you know, you just came out of a psychic prison and then put on this thing that changed your whole body into another thing. So. <laughs> It's perhaps hard to separate. Is it really 
anything to do with the blood, or is it everything else dramatic that's happened to your body in the last 30 minutes? It's like uh, that, that feeling when the TV is on, there's nothing playing, but you know it's on. Yeah. Royal Vane is unsettled. Huh. He's unsettled. He's just but as we are all, or otherwise. And it's it is pretty only another it's weird. 15 minutes of taking a couple wrong turns as Drewston helps zero in on the sort of... Uh, the Dewey Decimal System of the street labeling here. And uh, finally, you eventually find... Not Falcon's Manor, that's the name Reverse of the city. Reverse Alpha. Bevros Manor. Middle-out, dude. There it is. Two dicks. And the uh, oh. key that you were given Two ships down. works the on the door, and you enter. Is it full e. of corpses? <laughs> It is not full of corpses. Yay! <laughs> there is no nobody bodies. here. And all the lights are off. And our, there, and our keys work? And the, the mushrooms have the burnt out. The mushrooms Aww. burnt out. Aww. Greg, are there like pictures or like an oil painting on the wall that shows all of our guises standing together for a family? That's party? a happy photo. <laughs> uh, there is one, uh, there is one small uh, painting that glows slightly. It's various sort of pigments glow in different uh, different uh, intensities, and it does look like uh, Mock, the pretty one. So that's the only picture. It's in a digital place. photo. Uh, and then it changes. The model <laughs> attention. Scrim closes the a logical society. Closes the front yeah. door. Says, uh, seeing the mushrooms burnt out, says, who has that drift glow? Baron pulls it out and sets yes. it glowing. And says, why, do you need to measure one pound of something? <laughs> And says, uh, also touches the here. mushrooms and says, Morden, grant me light. Oh, nice. <laughs> Morden, make these mushrooms um, glow again. He needs bioluminescence. And, and Scram immediately says, Anyone here acts out of place We're gonna and get gets murdered. those glass-faced monsters on us. I'm walking away and and continuing on my own. I'm not gonna stop anyone here saying we need to keep our noses clean and our heads down. Juice and take off his mask. My Mock. head is nothing Sa- but down. I suggest all do Mock nervously laughs and he says, <laughs> from what I think, what I've heard, if you think you can escape here alone, you're crazy. We're all on this together. And you know it. I'll head into the Underdark by myself. I need to. Good luck getting there. Seems like. <laughs> okay, okay. I think we're all Let's getting ahead of ourselves the here. Let's make sure we're actually alone. <laughs> I... Who's down there? <laughs> Kill him. Handsome George, is that you? <laughs> Let's see Handsome what George. we've gained. Anyone detect Go magic? Go better, Grandpa. Yeah, I can detect magic. Um, I mean, I can also just look around. Dude, I wasn't on. face. Oh, there are three beds in the three bedrooms upstairs. Three, like, nice-sized, you know, queen-sized human beds. So human maybe you can just stuff. barely fit all you once you take your masks off. Huh. Um, uh, no human bed can hold me. We have, 
We have seven people. <laughs> yeah, but but half of them are dwarves. And I sit yeah. on the floor. I mean, <laughs> mean you just curl them up like puppies. One queen size bed. You just put the dwarves on like yeah. short ways. Yeah, so you get way. three at mother, no problem. Easy. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. I mean, dwarves are really small. Like they're a package of burritos. They're going to get busted into by cops. Like, and remember. they're going to look at the blanket sideways and they say, Dwarves! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call triple beds here. Like, Ricka is the tall one and she's like 4'6 or something. 4'11. Dwarves sleeping here. You are alone in this place. But the walls are far from soundproof. and uh, But there's no one else here and it looks like it's been uh, unlived in for a while. What's the construction of the building? Do we share walls with other buildings? Is this a freestanding no, structure? Freestanding in this area. Uh, you saw a lot more like what you might call duplexes or townhouses okay. in uh, in the poor area. Uh, like a big yard here. It's pretty much a freestanding. No an alley between us and that. There's there's like space a... in between where there's like mushrooms growing and mm-hmm. other sort of decorations, but you you don't understand intuitively the like. Pro- how the property line system works in the city, if there sure. even is such a concept. Sure. Okay. Scrim takes out the little slice of. Oh, can I go? Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Scrim. Yeah. Um. Uh. <laughs> Scrim. How this works. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently. Scrim <laughs> takes out uh, his little slice, the little the single mushroom that he had from before, and the paste, and he puts the the mushroom inside a larger bag, and he puts the paste. The, the little pouch in tot inside a, a larger pouch, and then I want to do this for a while. Casts plant growth hmm. on both of them, and their volume expands ah. dramatically. Hmm. Um, and he now has much more supply of these once rare resources. Mm-hmm. With an illegal growing operation, with the, <laughs> immediately those. Obsidian face people to stand on us. They say, Scrim Corps, exit. I'm like, we're not collaborators. Not collaborators. I will step over the body and dispose of it. You've been growing mushrooms and slime? What? Not guilty. Death. You guys are efficient. No. Why have you not been doing your duty, citizens? (laughs) Now you're not growing enough. I don't understand the city. Uh, and uh, the scrim has plenty of supply of both and puts them in big patches and says, <clears throat> I fear we'll be here for a bit. Says, but says, either one of us speaking, not to speak on your behalf, I don't think we're proficient silver tongues and our lives will be seen through quickly. I think we want to interact with as few as possible people down here. Agrees. takes out his book of just notes from the last 15 plus years, just full of bookmarks and extra pages shoved in, pages torn out. The leather has ripped and been rebound multiple times, and he just drops on the table, opens it up to the center page, where you see there are just notes written all around, little drawings and everything, erased, rewritten, written over each other, and they all connect in various lines to the middle, where it just says, Deep Master. Yes. And he says, Cousins and friends, we are too close to the source of our woes and the mystery here for any wild cards, for any false moves. We must judge our every step must only do what is necessary here. Our first step, we are tired and most of the rest. Then we find an exit plan like Cousin Mock 
would do. Then we go after the Cathedrals. This is well said. It is a time to be careful above all else. Olivine looks to the windows. What are the windows? Are they the dark? Uh, yes. Dark, uh, dark, uh, very deep, like, purple windows. It lets in a sense of the outside. I feel like that's it. You notice that as you were walking through this whole place, there were windows, but you couldn't see in any places. Do we, do we have, can anyone here create Except for when the police arrived at that Uh, house, and when they knocked on the door, and when they went, boof, boof, boof. The dark purple windows just became transparent. That's one to jump out them. Yeah. Well, if, if the That's police come, shotgun, it's, it, it's too late anyway. So. Um, Maybe we should get some curtains, just in case. Uh, yes. <clears throat> Can anyone... He, he mainly looks to the, the magic users. I forget we have like four solid magic users here. Yeah. Um, uh, he really just doesn't look to you two. Um, and, uh, and Aurora. Don't look at Aurora and either. Aurora. Scrim never looks her. No, no, she's in. She's in. She's in. I should have mentioned there's a smaller stump for her. Um, uh, it takes a little while because you're trying to figure out who's here with the man. Yeah, yeah. Like, does anyone here have a way of creating a zone of silence or some kind of privacy for us? Not all the time, but the brickstone. The brickstone. I, on one side, have time. Um, the the zone of non-detection and the. In uh, Zomar's uh, tome, could at least keep us from. Well, I think secret the secret means. Didn't the staff? The yeah, well vein's holding. It's got a bunch of spells on it. That is true. Wow. Is the brickstone a ritual? If you no, you can't, oh, can't do it. It is a spell. I just cast it out. Is the Wellbane breaks the staff over his neck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can do silence as a ritual. Oh, but however, uh, it does it just silence the person? No, it, it makes a zone of silence, which no sound can be created within the zone or pass through it. <laughs> if we can play Pictionary, can you put that on the entire rest of the town? Yes, yes. Yeah, we really need everyone else. But then they're like, why can't I make any noise? How big is the ah, zone? How big is the zone? Steps out of the front. He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> exactly. uh, it's like um, a twenty-foot radius sphere. But it uh, can make what? a uh, uh, sphere of darkness, so he can just have complete sensory. So you can't think. Oh. <laughs> oh, it could be good for reducing relax, man. Yeah. Go in the chamber. You walk out of that, you just have pissed yourself. You wouldn't even know. There, oil vein. Be the chamber again. <laughs> make another chamber. Make another chamber. Feeling really on edge here. <laughs> Bring it down. <laughs> uh, d- uh, is the building made of stone? Is it stone? Yes. Okay. Good. Not much wood down here. Good. In the L. For the wood chunks. But there are I'll mushrooms. Be... There are mushrooms. Yeah. So there is uh, there is organic uh, material uh, in some of the construction. What? Jason's like through the bucket. Oh, oh, this private sanctum spell. Uh, it creates a. 24 hour uh, cube that can be as small Perfect. as 5 feet to as large as 100 feet on each side. The spell lasts a duration until he it. When he casts the spell, he decides what sort of security the spell from provides, choosing any or all of the following properties. Sound can't pass through the barrier at the edge of the warded area. The barrier of the warded area appears dark and foggy, preventing vision, including dark vision, through it. 
Sensors created by divination, divination spells can't appear inside the protected areas or pass through the barrier at its perimeter. Creatures in the area can't be targeted by divination spells. Nothing can teleport into or out of the warded area. Planar travel is blocked. Uh, casting the spell on the same spot every day for a year makes this effect permanent. Great, could we go one year yeah. from now? We won't spend a year in Deep Mascara. A lot of rules. Yeah, we're going to roll a, a die every to day to see if we get police. Murder. <laughs> I mean, if we, we can survive drops. the cabin fever, <laughs> right. I can make yeah. food and water. Dude, that place was a random <laughs> check. That was a random check, you guys. That's <laughs> true. Everyone's like 364 successes. And... Oh! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'll need I'll need uh, some hours to to uh, figure it out how to copy this over, but when I do, uh, we'll have our security. It's also called wizard's diary. What level spell is that? Forest. Well, oh, cast it some privacy. once a day. Fox says you'll have your time. I imagine the first week will be spent simply exploring the city. You hear a noise. From outside in the streets, a bit distant, some chanting, perhaps, and feet marching, much like the police, but way, way, way more of them. You can see out the windows, by the way, if you put your face into them. And you hear a chanting as you look out the window and you can see 30, 40, 50, 60 figures all marching to the beat of their humming looking much like this wearing glowing orange masks Ooh, cool metal masks with orange glowing filigree, glowing filigree in the side the bottoms of their robes are tattered and torn as they hold uh, uh, as they hold banners with an emblazoned orange symbol that matches that which is on their masks. As you just march past the front of your house. They're just passing by? Uh, there's no spoken... There's no... Nope. It's just humming. Do the banners say anything, anything on Are any of the other population reacting? There's people on the street. Do they part? Do they walk? Uh, they people in? are like moving to the sides making of the street, way. making way. Do they acknowledge them? Do they stop? Do they like? Do they? A couple them? people like look and watch. They're not. Their reactions are not like participatory. Not do, quite do, participatory, but also not like this is just so unnotable as the, it just passes by like well, regular city. Boxing inside check on the observer. We are going to continue next week. Very well. I will roll that next week. I would say that uh, this gives Doyle main chills because when he was in Skullport, some of the more organized criminal groups would do things just like would parade their power. Parade, yeah, <laughs> That's through the streets. Awesome track. Yeah. Was that uh, was that earlier? Was that uh, later on twenty twenty? No. You mean the music? Yeah. No. It sounded a lot like it. No. I haven't seen that one. Of Deepa Mascar. Twenty forty nine. Whatever it was. That's Spider Man 20. Because well, the when, when yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of us watched it, we were. <laughs> well, I didn't watch it because that is better. No, the uh, the music of Deep Mascar is Deus Ex Invisible War. Oh, mm. uh, that was good. It made me think about it. It's discordant. It's a little different. It's unfamiliar. It's uneasy. It's